making ninja masks. Yeah. It's a weird time, y'all. I learned how to do this from a Hispanic woman online. It's pretty awesome. Is that Would that guard you from the coronavirus? No. I mean, it's a barrier. Sure, but I'm saying, would it be effective? I mean, is... Uh, More effective than nothing, I imagine. Yeah. yeah. It's like, I, I, I'm, I assume the mask we have at work would be... Effective like, against like wearing leather armor is effective against the sword. <laughs> yeah, but I not, mean, not for long. It is yeah. if they don't hit you very hard. Right, right. So it, it helps. Yeah. I'd rather be wearing leather armor than nothing if I'm going to get struck with a sword. Boiled leather. That's where it's at. Boiled goose leather. You have to kill sure. fourteen gee, goo, goo, Canadian gooses. <laughs> they say honk a. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> They're so nice. Though. Yeah. <laughs> They don't crowd the other geese. They always pick up they their trash. They politely get off the goddamn parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> they don't chase you. Yeah. Asking for bread. They just nod. Some of that bread would be great, eh? Yeah, that's all they say. It's kind they of passive aggressive, I guess. Ask one time. <laughs> Once. Yeah. If they get rebuffed, they're still friendly. <laughs> and they all have universal health care. <laughs> Amazing. It's a long wait, but it's free. So <laughs> they all have guns, but they don't really need, feel the need to shoot anybody. Right. Nothing's free in Rona world. <laughs> you take what you, you you take what can't be given in Rona world. What's, what the hell is that? Rona world, coronavirus world. Right? Oh, yeah. we're in a new era. Okay. There's, I was referencing pre-Rona world and post-Rona. There, at, man, there is that. There, there really is. Like every day is like th- the day after nine eleven. Uh, yeah, it is crazy. Oddly similar to the 9-11. What? Uh, I, it's the exact well, test. It's not on. No, you're not on? Hold on. Now test. Hello. There we go. Oh, there it is. That was a preacher video. <laughs> oh, that guy? Yeah. Oh, is it the end of times? It, no, well, I mean, yes. they're not really preaching that. They're preaching that. Like, I, I listened to a service the other day, or this morning about uh, how... Man eating bat is against the Bible, and <laughs> Amen. Those motherfuckers in biblical times would have would eat anything. <laughs> when you're in the do- a desert for forty years, you're eating fucking scorpions and shit. It's, it's, That's a delicious scorpion Sue. Scorpions Mordecai. are good eating. <laughs> scorpions are good eating. I don't Shecky, can says. I get some of that boiled camel? Mm. <laughs> Shecky. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's hot. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Did you see that episode of fucking Family Guy where they it showed Moses walking through the Peter was Moses and then all the people were like stereotypically Jewish. Yeah, he's leading us through the through the desert. You know he never calls his brother. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, fuck. Here's all these billboards up. Now, now nobody read the billboards. Look at that. Double the pants for four ninety nine. dollars Let's just get into it. New Pearl Jam album came out this week. It's good. So that's one good thing that happened. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
like it. I know it's an Eddie song because it rips off the Who <laughs> and Neil Young at the same time. <laughs> Whammo, tis I, the Prince of Podcasting, Bipolar Rock and Roll, so let's Godfather Gash, episode 258 of the World's Greatest Podcast here in Rona World. We need to write a Rona World song. Like Rona World, Rona World, <laughs> party time. <laughs> As always, I'm joined by the White Samoan, the sentient mountain, the human incarnation of the infield flyer with the first black man ever to ice skate backwards down the Canawal River. That's old Chucky, Tater, Sax, over, they, uh, and as always, the world's greatest claw machinist, the Appalachian ninja, the, the Allegheny assassin, <laughs> uh, good one. Laurel Creek's most dangerous man, the human weapon. <laughs> He's like Jeff Speakman. <laughs> John is here, and as always, the Ginger Jester, Kid Crimson, the uh, the sire of the shovel. <laughs> the uh, what's the one? What's that, like uh, a thing that starts with an M, like a high monarch? The monarch of the matic. <laughs> I, I'm sure there's a story behind that that I'm going to wear. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Bub, Bub is walking around the yard looking around curiously. Yeah. Yeah. He's <laughs> he's doing the same thing he did whenever Mackie was no longer here. Baxter's still here. He's out front. <laughs> if you feel that one's good. Did you get him cremated? No. I shoved him in the ground like a tree. Oh. Yeah. I thought you wanted to take him to... Hey, you want to... Hey, I was... Oh, also Elena the Baroness of Breskels is also here, Aaron. Um, <laughs> here's, here's. I didn't show this to you. This is how I broke the news to Aaron that my dog had died. <laughs> this is going to be terrible. Oh, it's. I think it, it's funny. It might be the funniest thing I've ever done. <laughs> I sent him a text. Hey, do you happen to have a roundhead shovel? He goes, I should, <laughs> like one to plant a tree with, but instead of a tree, Baxter. <laughs> That's how I told him. <laughs> and, then, and then Aaron's response was, uh, what? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to take, take a shower. shower up <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It seems like you take the shower after burying the dead dog. I was, just I was grass. grass. You know how many animals I've buried? I, you know, consider thinking about that, I've buried a lot of animals. Like, uh, me and Tracy buried... Uh, a friend's dog had died, and he didn't. He didn't pull him out of the cage for like two days. Like, dude, oh, Jesus like, dude, Christ. you should have told us right after it happened. Oh boy! So we came in, and it was a bad scene. Not good. No, I mean, and it was summer. It's it wasn't in a non air conditioned house. Oh, no. It was. Yes. Um, I don't know how long it had been since Baxter died. Whenever I got home, but he was cold and stiff. Yeah, like I couldn't. He was in a weird position, and I couldn't move him out of that weird position. Mm-hmm. Really fear, fear of like hurting. I mean, it wouldn't hurt him, but I didn't like the way it was laying. But whatever. Yeah. 
And uh, <laughs> I just carried him outside and waited while Aaron brought a mattock and a shovel. Yeah. <laughs> it's rough. It sucks. Yeah. But the, the the digging was pretty easy. Yeah. Just, just a digging couple big cold. rocks. And uh, now Baxter is planted in the ground. He's a good dog. He is dead. He is dead. Baxter is dead. Long live Baxter. <laughs> See, I think there are three different there are three theories. What was what had happened? Well, he was he did say a lot of things about Hillary Clinton. One thing is Hillary Clinton. That's the obvious one. Right. Okay. The second one is that a lot of people don't think about is Carol Baskin. Oh, yeah. I think that she may have had a hand in it, but she did not. She obviously didn't bury him under the septic tank or feed him to the tigers. No, she she's, she wasn't hauling a tiger. She just left it, which is kind of weird. Yeah. Makes out of character. Yeah, um, very much out of char- character. He was pretty and, outspoken about Carol Baskin, too. And the third one was, I think, that the Corvette 16 got him. The co- the COVID? The, the dreaded Rona? Yeah. Corvette 16. Corvette 16. I thought it was COVID. C-O-V-I-D. No, there's definitely a hard R in there, and it's a 16 <laughs> instead of a 19. <laughs> <laughs> Corvette, it's 16. just dumb enough. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna see it work and see. I'm gonna say it at work and see if it sticks. Just start saying Corvette 16. Yeah. I won't even start. Yeah. Just, to, just to piss people. He's got off. that Corvette 16. Everyone's so quick to correct everybody right now that I kind of just want to set up, you know, set up some more of that. Kind of keep that ball rolling. I like the Corvette 16. Cor- and you have to say Corvid. 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 Can we even change it to Corvid with a Q-U-O-R-V-I-D? What, like they're saying it in the Bronx? Corvid 16. Like I posted, uh, what did Hillary Clinton know about, what does Hillary Clinton know about Corvid 16? <laughs> Which there's, uh, there's quite a lot of uh, conspiracy theories going around. Yeah, they're and my favorite. It, and it's, there's such a plethora and there's so many different flavors right now. My favorite one. Well, I mean, it's it's on it's there's on any side of the issue. One of my favorite ones is the fact that Donald Trump has been acting with such decisive in such a decisive nature from the beginning, and that's absolute. I mean, there's video evidence proving that that's not true. Yeah, but yeah, he he insists that he has, and his followers insist that he has. I've been calling yeah. it a pandemic for a long time. <laughs> yeah, like the day before, he the day before, this, this is not even real. Yeah. What are we even talking about? Hey, virus Schmirus. <laughs> hate to say it, but virus Schmirus. <laughs> I mean, um, the pharma, and te- the pharma, and te- the technocracy does the same thing. It's just that they have the power to actually rewrite history. That's sure, the and yeah. Trump doesn't. All right. Yeah, but uh, I guess it's he's really- got a sharpie like going through all his videos. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the, te- the technocracy can literally get rid of the website, reword it, do whatever they want, pretend like it never happened. Trump uses a sharpie, right? He's rewriting all his speech. I like the 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 close up of his speech when it said coronavirus. He scribbled out and put China. <laughs> yeah, Chinese. China. Chinese virus. <laughs> you know. You know the funny thing about that joke is that well, that that thing is is that so Trump's doing that. He's saying China virus, Wuhan virus, whatever, and and trying to kind of pin it on them. the kung flu is the one I like best. I, I like um that one. That one is legitimately fucking. Fun. I like I, I like egg flu young myself. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's also good. Um. General Tso's virus? Yeah, I've, I've heard some good ones. But um, uh, I was going to say, in China, President President Xi referred to uh, referred to it as, I forget the terminology he used, but if you translate it like from his language, what he's signaling is that it actually means like white devil. <laughs> so he's doing the exact same thing oh, yeah. and, and saying that, that we covertly planted the virus. So the mindset of a president for life is the same as a fucking <laughs> it's president a, for life. See, yeah. the, see it's, a, it's a hybrid right now, a, a power hybrid between China and the U.S. Right. right now. And so that 
the propaganda is eerily similar. <laughs> Depending on, you know... It's not very intelligent. No. Fucking- <laughs> well, well, the citizens aren't very intelligent. No! So. No! <laughs> in either place. One, because they're not... Don't have schools, and the other, because they're just dumb. Oh, yeah. That, that, we, we, we're dumb by choice. Yeah. They're not allowed to be. Exactly. They don't have a... They don't have a yeah, you want to talk about censorship, go go use the internet in China. Yeah, wow. no shit. And they, they have dial-up. They, um, <laughs> Google is... Actually, they have faster internet, I think. Do they? Yeah. For yeah, no they have reason. Super fast internet. <laughs> but, for no fucking reason. But they censor the fuck out they, of it. Oh, it, like uh, Google, what they what they have to do is either let China just steal Google and make their own Google. Or, or join partners with them. Or just make a Google for China that uh, censors the shit out of everything because they want that billions of dollars. Yeah, they're in a real conundrum. They got to get that money. Well, and, and they want... They want control. If you can't beat them, join the them. Programming of it, like I get it. I would want to create the China Google as well, but then that's like censoring's to- allegedly against Google's. Oh yeah, don't be evil. Was there? Oh, that's that's the was, right. That's, that's the, the biggest war is peace thing I've ever fucking heard. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <Yeah>. <laughs> it's uh, I don't know. The whole thing's fucked. The yeah. whole thing's fat. Yeah. There's an old man outside. Beating his dog, I like it. We were, <laughs> but we were talking. Times this, are this, tough. This they gotta se- obey now. This will segue into what I was. Uh, the cool thing that happened, like the pollution's down and animals are moving into places and stuff because of you know just a, a, a nature's brief, back, baby. Nature's just, back just in a, a big brief way. time of us taking our fucking fingers off the fucking acceleration. But uh, I was driving up to Fayetteville and I. Cross the Cotton Hill, you know, Cotton Hill Bridge, mm-hmm. and there's a carcass in the middle of the road, and what is feeding on it but three fucking bald eagles. Fuck yeah. No shit. Two adults and a juvenile. It was two adults you and know, their chick. You know what I would call fucking. that? I would call that the, unbridled Americanness. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say bald eagle hat trick, but you know, it's uh, <laughs> That's one of my hashtags. You haven't been privy to all my hashtags. I've used that one a lot. They were fucking massive. Like the wingspan when they flew off, and. You know, I've seen golden eagles before, and I and I actually seen a bald eagle flying one day. But this is the first time I've actually seen them like close up. It was fu- it was, it was I've, pretty exciting. A lot of people are reporting seeing them. Lots of pictures of them all in the Canal Valley, the, in yeah. both of the river valleys. It's it's a it's a nice They're place coming for them. back big time. It's a nice place a place for them to be. There's lots of prey. When I was a kid, you, when I, when we were kids, you never saw no. Ever. I never saw a bird of prey. Period. I've seen a bunch of birds of prey. Like yeah. there's a hawk on, on my tree. I've seen hawks. Front, yeah, so. there's hawks like great. Yeah. This whole area. I've seen more buzzards lately than normal. Yeah, but they're scavengers. Yeah, but they're, they're still pretty around. cool looking. They're, they're cool looking, but they're just don't like them. You know what the crazy part about it is? Is that that an eagle and a vulture are essentially the same thing. Yeah, bald eagles are actually bigger scavengers than they are. Fun. Yeah, bald eagles would rather scavenge. But exactly, they'll hunt if they have to. Yeah, exactly, there's less. They're like lions. Less effort. You know, like, well, yeah, the vulture is just slightly better adapted. Yeah, because you know people are shooting the fuck out of them. And yeah, they, and they're still everywhere. Exactly. Whereas American eagles get shot at a little bit and they're gone for decades. It's because they're prettier animals. That's the reason that you know they're more important. You know, Damn. eagles are ugly. Is a, vu- is just, a vulture and a buzzard sort of the same deal? Yeah, there may be a farming element to this too, where bald eagles, where, where vultures don't attack livestock generally, right? But bald eagles will fucking carry off a, a goat. goat. Yeah, I mean, a, they're a baby, a human baby, if they want to, lambs, they will. They they lambs, have. piglets, chickens. 
What do you do as an American? Like a bald eagle's taking your child away. Do you kill it? That seems you wrong. see that as what it is—a sacrifice to the American god. I think so. <laughs> I mean, I I killed a I killed a wild animal a couple days ago. What'd you kill? Did you kill Baxter? I said a wild animal. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, no, I got up got up and let Bub out, or and um, he made a sound. You know, he normally makes a sound when he jumps off the porch, <clears throat> like he's gonna go fuck shit up, and I encourage him to do so. Yeah. But this time the sound was different. I was like, "Oh shit!" And so I immediately grabbed my little chipmunk gun. You looked out, and it was uh, the biggest raccoon I've ever seen. <laughs> Jesus, no, no fear whatsoever, of Bub. He did not move. Bub got in his face. What are you gonna do, big boy? Fuck off. He was not. He was not scared of me. Shit. Huh. Sit up on his hind legs like this. Just standing there, right by <laughs> my compost pile, and like lurking around my lambs and chickens. And I he drew a line. Like, will they, will they eat a lamb or a chicken? <laughs> I've lost a few lambs, and I'm not sure what did it. But I, I didn't know I, they were I've, like. That. I've had problems with coyotes and foxes. I'm having like predator problems right now because I haven't been free ranging my pigs. But anyway, that's another story. So this coon, just standing there, and I and I think about. I'm thinking about, I don't. I don't normally <laughs> shoot. Um. No, but um. Wait, Elena had a good one. Huh? <laughs> she couldn't let that one go. Sorry. <laughs> um. So he's just standing there, and this is like really weird to me because this is not how they normally normally they they you know they're not out in the daylight for one. They're not just hanging out, and they're not just standing there. He could have been rabbit. I'm thinking he was yeah. rabbit. He was sick in some other way, or he was because of his size or her size. I didn't check the sex. Uh, was just old and like you know dying. I just made it through this last winter. Did it like reach for like a, a something in its pocket and you're like, God, Bob? <laughs> yes, <laughs> he was I coming said, right for us. I said, draw, <laughs> and I shot, <laughs> and I shot him from the hip, <laughs> pulled it from the hip. <laughs> no, I, I, uh, I sh- you know, I beat it down on with. I said, I said, I, I can't risk it, and so I sh- took one shot with the with the twenty two, and I had some I had a flashlight taped to the barrel. Which inhibited me from using the sight pr- correctly because usually I just use that gun for point blank range, and so I missed the first time, and then I went you know reload because it's a single shot, and then I reloaded, and then and he you know kind of did his his death dance, and he he died well, a bit of a soft shoe, and then uh, hello my baby, hello. <laughs> it left him there, like, mammy. Oh, when I was, oh, he was a racist. Yeah. <laughs> when I was doing my chores later, I picked him up and chucked him in the creek. Nice. Damn. Yeah, you don't want the pigs getting a hold of something that could have possibly been yeah. rabid. Yeah. Yeah, and they, they often reject um, those kinds of varmints. Like, they will reject possums a lot of times. You know, dirty things that they, that, that you know, you toss them a, you toss them a dead, a nice clean chicken or a, or a dead lamb or something, and they eat it up. This is delicious. But coons and possums are like, eh, I'll just wait for some grain. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. I'm not going to risk. It. You know, they, they, they I wish the, there was a pig named Mikey though, and he's slow witted. Mikey will eat it. I mean, that tells me something. It's like <laughs> Mikey will eat anything. P- pig won't eat a possum. Maybe I shouldn't eat it either. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so that's fun. I would rather starve than eat something like a, a raccoon or a possum. And I've seen some uh, seen some what I believe to be coyote scat around my barn, and I've lost a few animals. And uh, so so now Shasta, which is my the last big pig I have right now. Well, what I call it a big pig, like breeder size, and she's free ranging now, and so she's just walking around like a fucking mob boss. <laughs> just anything, she, anything she sees moving around, she just walks up to it real slow. <laughs> What's up? Yeah. So 
I think that problem's going to go. What away. are you doing here? It's like a female with Tony Soprano. And, and, Bub, and yeah. Bub's been getting all kinds of work. I'll leave Bub outside. I was leaving Bub outside for a while and getting up several times in the night and running out. How do you think Bub would do against a coyote? Bub, um, would, Bub would rip a coyote's throat out. He's so much bigger than a coyote. He is a, he's a well, The problem is, is that they'll gang up on him. That oh, is yeah, true. That's fuck true. him up. Against a bunch of coyotes, he's probably going to have one. One-on-one, on one, he wins. Right. He's, got, he's, he's good at boxing. He uses his hands well. He's big. He's strong. He's extremely... He's down to get the friction on. I mean, can ground and pound. I mean, his siblings, his siblings ate three of my lambs and you know, big lambs and big goats like it was nothing. That's one of the best yeah. stories you've ever told, the fact that you came home and Bub was like... He's laying right by the door. <laughs> He's like, like, I didn't do it. I did not do it. I've been here the whole time. And those two I other ones were... I swear. But I know, know what this looks like. <laughs> this dog, this dog, like continues to impress me. How how amazing he is! How intuitive he is! Aww. He's a good dog. He, he does. How, how like I was trying to catch. So I've been putting the lambs up at night. Um, the, the whole herd. I've been locking them up and and kind of so that they're safe, safer. And uh, sometimes the lambs don't go in. Like I just feed the adults in and they run in. Sometimes the lambs will still be playing, and so I'll have to catch them by hand. And they're fast as fuck, and they're kind of wild. And so Bub will actually help me herding them around. Yeah, yeah. Herding he, instincts. And uh-huh. and he doesn't know exactly what to do, but more often than not, he does something rightish, so it helps. Man, that's crazy. And he, he I haven't trained him how to do any of this stuff, but we do work. You know, I do work with him just on general responding to me. Do it. You know, do as I anticipate my needs. Basically, mm-hmm. it's just an abusive relationship that he's really happy in. <laughs> <laughs> but. Um, no, he's just, he's been great. It's like he's such a such an asset, you know, in a shit hits the fan scenario. I think I made some post to the effect of, uh, you know, the, the picture of Bub. He's looking all sweet. He's like, here's how this works. Bub, Bub guards the farm. If you want to invade, you have to deal with him. You kill him, I become a warlord. It's that simple. <laughs> have you seen John Wick? <laughs> I even look like the guy for Christ. But Bub isn't, I mean, he's not... Effective in with people, is he? He he's scared. You could you come walk across my bridge and see how see see if you he didn't scare the shit out of you when he comes. Woo, 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 woo. Well, there's that, but I'm saying that he's. But he, once he's, he, a, he's a people dog, like he likes people. Right. If 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 the intruder knows that about him, then then. They but can, if they're skittish, they, and they're not, and they're they not can just walk to, to him and pet yeah. him. Yeah, but he yeah. can sense. He senses the difference. Right. Trappy was the same way. She can smell. She can smell a rat. Right. She was kind to everybody, but if she smelled a rat, you better fucking get out. Oh of yeah. She uh, fuck you up. Uh, she met a, a guy that I know that's a real douchebag and absolutely hated him. <laughs> yeah. Was it wasn't it one of the Hamiltons? No, it was. Uh, uh, Duchess met him before. Yeah, I hated that names. fucking guy Long too. Long hair, blonde kid. <laughs> Trappy did not like him, huh? No, did not one bit. Uh, dogs don't like uh, child molesters. They can sense that. Isn't that weird? Huh, that's true. Like, and the Baxter didn't like you. Hmm. It's possible. Maybe the fact I kicked him every time I saw him. But it's true. Yeah. <laughs> you did. Actually, it was Higgins that would always step on him. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Tom Higgins no, was over here. He'd step on Baxter. No, Baxter loved me. Like I'd come sit on the couch. He'd always have to sit on me, and he'd be licking my hands and like, "All right, buddy," you know. Um, yeah. So this whole thing for me is is kind of fun. It's like there's lots of new information to absorb every day. Um, lots of things to ponder. The stock market, the stock market trading game is really really fun. Because a lot of there's a lot of opportunities when you know if you've got a little cash sitting aside and a you know Boeing drops four hundred percent, 
And the government's definitely going to not let that company fail. No. Why not quadruple your money? I'm not, I actually don't have stock in Boeing, but I'm just saying that's an example of like, wow. Bitcoin. I'm trying to get a hold of some money for for Bitcoin because it's down. Yeah, but they also just, um, I don't know if this passed. I don't know that that passed either, whether they're creating their own. The the Fed is creating a digital currency. Oh. That'll crush Bitcoin. That'll crush, yeah. It's, it'll crush all the. That's what they. Again, eventually, that's going to happen. I better tell my buddy to get out of Bitcoin. Get all your money out of it right now. <laughs> well, get, or maybe soon. Maybe not right now. But, mm-hmm. um, but yeah. So I've been super, super tuned into uh, money, where the money's going, what's going on, what I think is going on. I've got all kinds of things in my head right now. If anybody wants to question me while I'm here, you guys can ask. Have me you been questions. prepping? I'm already prepped. I understand, but any, I any, got, any other... So I'll tell you, you the know. timeline. I mean, I, I'm a little behind from where I was, say, three years ago, because I've used up some of my preps because they were expiring. Mm-hmm. Things like canned goods and things like that, I was kind of low on words before. I was very prepped up. Um, so I went... Uh, I was coming back from Lewisburg. Well, soon after you guys finished the podcast, I guess, last Sunday, and I stopped in Raynell at a Dollar General that was well-stocked and just got... Just basic, basic, basics. Things like peanut sugar, butter, oil, mm-hmm. sugar, peanut butter, beans, rice, um, s- some canned milk. Things like that well, you can actually use to sustain yourself right. when, when push comes to shove. And about about $200 worth of preps, enough to last me and, me and Erica, if she's with me, um, several months. Just awesome. on that alone. That's not counting my farming my farming outputs. Isn't that the best feeling? Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, but it no, is. No, it's like, not. I, I mean, think it is. I mean, I, it's like, uh, it's just to me, it's just like, well, okay, I did that. Now I've got to pack it away, do, do inventory, make sure I know what I have. It's just it's just stuff that I've already done. And so it's for, for me, it's just another fucking day. Right. But it, And then when I heard Jim Justice, uh, was it Monday, give the lockdown? The official. As soon as I heard that, I went to Southern States and I filled my stock trailer with feed because I knew it was going to run out. And it's that I think it has been running out right after that. Um, the, you know, a lot of things are kind of low, and so I'm ready. Um, you know, I've got, I've got I've I've got more weapons out, things like that. I, I need I've, weapons. I haven't even brought out the big guns yet, you know, or anything like that. I haven't. Um, I'm not that I'm not stressed out yet. I'm not like in, but my demeanor has changed. Um, I'm I'm back in prepper mode. I'm back in like waking up early, waking up in the middle of the night. Um, you know things like that, and so it's definitely caused a shift in me. And I'm definitely uh, just because I'm curious about what's going on. And it would be such a waste for me to spend ten years preparing and then slack off for a year yeah. and then be totally where everybody else is. So I'm just kind of picking the momentum back up where I was. When I was actually more prepared. Well, see, I've I've been most mostly mine's canned goods and stuff like that, and um, I have I have so many jugs of protein. I buy one every time I go out. And I mean, two or yeah, sometimes two. You know, one thing one thing that um, I did dump some money in. I'll show. I'll tell you a few things I dumped some money in that were not stocks. Um, I picked up during that prepping trip where I got all the feed. I picked up a new. I have a gas power generator, a gasoline power generator that has worked well, but I know it's about to fail because it's old. Mm-hmm. So I got a new generator that powers can run the whole house or most of it. A Generac? Uh no, it's it's just like a a rolly little gasoline oh, okay. generator. Like I can pick it up. Um. So I've got that you know sitting in the box. I got um, a bunch of gasoline stored up with um, a stable, this the fuel stabilizer in it, so it'll keep for a while. Um, 
you're keeping my vehicles full of fuel so I can siphon out from that. Um, before ATV is going to be the bug out vehicle. If I have to leave, I'll go up into the woods. I'll want to put a box in the front of it with some things in it so I can just jump on and go and then come back. You and, have an ATV? Yeah. I didn't know that. Well, I've had one. It's been down and my mom just like, her friend is like dying. And so she bought his four wheeler and gave it to me just cause she wanted me to have it kind of thing. So I've got like a new one. I'd like to, I'd like to have a side by side. Those are oh. awesome. Uh, so I've got, I've got some things lined up and plenty more to do. Uh, I, I was able to like, like my plumbing failed, like, like a pipe failed and all of my, um, all my rainwater got pumped out. Oh shit. And I came back. I was like, what's that sound? I heard the pump running dry. And I was like, fuck. And so, I was able I was able to easily fix that and then it rained a little bit right after that and so it filled right back up and then I was like uh I was amazed at like you look you walk into my spa room and it's very cluttered and I was just like I walked in to fix the problem and I picked up you know I looked around with a flashlight cuz there's no lights in there and I I picked up the exact pieces I need as if I had laid them down there for myself in case this happened because that's exactly what I fucking did. Yeah. Shit's been laying there in a mess for years. It looks like a mess. It's actually prepared. Everything that I need is laid out. It looks like a mess. It looks like an insane hoarding mess. But I'm actually like, as long as my brain is working, I've got I've got a lot of ducks lined up. I'm, I'm a few steps ahead of everybody else. Um. So, you know, that's kind of fun. I mean, it, there's a little bit of giddiness in, like, I told you so kind of thing. Yeah, like, there's always that. You know, like, yeah. oh, yeah, you, you support livestock farmers now, motherfuckers, mm-hmm. kind of kind of attitude. But not really much of that. Mostly I'm just putting my energy into analyzing and trying to figure out what's going on and what I should do to continue to kind of prepare. And what How long is this going to last, I wonder? That's a good question. Because n- n- literally nothing for me has changed. months. Nothing for me has changed. I'd say Anything changed months. for you? No. no. We still have to go to work. Well, well, actually, it's, it's <laughs> changed. changed for it's, you. it's been an uptick <laughs> yeah. for, for us at our job because we're, I mean, we're we're going to have to hire more people. Oh, hell yeah. Because yeah, it's, you know. I mean, 18 months implies that, that this virus is, you know, not but, going to behave like any other virus we've ever known. Um, I watched a thing. I got a YouTube channel called Thunderfoot put out. And... I don't know how good his information is, but he seemed to get the information from what one would think is a reliable source and all this stuff. And he used like a model that if uh, the people in Wuhan weren't aggressive and trying to get it under control, which we're still not sure that they were. I don't believe the numbers coming out of China, mm. but they're fucking liars from from the very first case. If, if they did nothing any differently and just treated it like it was a flu season. To sixty days, every person in the world would have would have already gotten the virus, and two hundred million people would have died, which is less than one percent of the population. Right, but still, two hundred million people. That's that's not a tragedy. That's a statistic, though. Right. Well, and he, it it says whenever the uh, the uh, spread dies down, we're still one case, and then sixty days out from that case, from everybody in the world having it, and two hundred million people dying every every cycle. Yeah, until there's a quote unquote vaccine. That's um, I mean, I don't believe I don't believe that the that COVID nineteen, COVID sixteen, is actually that deadly. I don't think it's anywhere near that deadly. I actually, uh, I do think that it's that it's man made. It doesn't matter whether it's man made or bat made. Uh, that doesn't really matter to me. I know that it was that this is a planned demic, or I believe that. 
that they've they did a, if you if you look up event two hundred one, um, there's videos of them where they in October this past October they did a simulation uh, of this exact event right before the virus outbreak happened or China admitted it was happening, and so they basically it's clear that they planned it. It was um, the um, Shit, I'm going to pull it up. It's Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, Johns Hopkins, which is where a lot of the numbers are coming from on this disease, and several others put this, did this basically prep thing, simulation of like what would happen if, and the simulation is exactly what's happening. And this was in October. Mm-hmm. And then um, I've been studying some other like scientists. Uh, so there's this German guy. I can send you guys a video if anybody, you know, hit me up if you want to learn about it. But he... There's like this 10-minute video, and he's a he's a virologist, and he's just talking in German and subtitle, but he's just saying um, pretty much that of all viruses, 5 to 17% of all of them are some form of coronavirus, and that coronavirus, that if, if people are having flu-like symptoms um, and they're being tested, that these tests that they came up with like very rapidly – as soon as they deserted, they came up with it and then they just released it. So let's just send everybody these tests before they actually got it right. And the test doesn't actually prove that you had COVID-16. It just shows that you had some strain of coronavirus in your body. Hmm. So a lot of these numbers, they're reporting. And in Italy, as a matter of fact, you die. You, test, you had some form of coronavirus in your bloodstream. You die from pneumonia. You die because you're old. You die from cancer. They're reporting those deaths as COVID-19 deaths. So the 10%, 8%, whatever they're saying, the mortality rate is extremely inflated, um, I believe. Um, also, it's inflated because there are asymptomatic, asymptomatic people. There are people who are just getting a little bit sick. There are, there are, for everybody that they are testing, there are exponentially more who aren't being tested, who aren't even going to the hospital or getting that sick. They wouldn't even let me get a test if I wanted one. So that brings the mortality rate exponentially down because you've got all these people who are ca- contracting it. Um, not going to the hospital, not dying, but they're testing the people who are dying. You understand what I'm saying? Mm. So that makes the mortality rate inflated. I mean, there's all these things going on. And basically, he's saying that that this is they're deliberately skewing these numbers um, and that it's, it's a combination of hysteria and the scientific community, people wanting... You know, they want to be important. As a scientist, your goal is to become to come with come up with some breakthrough and be important. So this is an opportunity for them. They, you know what I mean? They... Mm. A lot of and tech companies too is like, oh, we've got an app for that, or oh, we've got that. So, um, it's very, very complica- complicated, and it's hard for me to summarize in um, prosaic form on the show here. But if someone wants to ask me questions, uh, you know, I, I'm sure that I can articulate them. If it was than most people do, if it was man-made, wouldn't it be way deadlier though? Or do what? they just want to panic? No, 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 check it out. So, here's my thinking: if I'm if I'm psych- an authoritarian psychopath akin to a really high level AI device and I'm wanting to and I'm wanting to reorder things in the same way that they did with 9/11 um, and I wanted to use viruses as a bioweapon 19 what's 16 17 18 20 21 you have different versions of it just like when you when you when you're creating artillery you don't just have one big gun you've got one for tanks, one for trucks, one for one for infantry, one for giant battleships, one to take out buildings, right? You've got a variety of different uh, different calibers of gun that you're going to use. And if I'm if I have an arsenal of different viruses that I might use as biological terrorism weapons, 
I'm not going to have just one of one intensity. I want to have an option. I want options. I want to be able to, I want to be able to dial in exactly how much panic I want. They're not going to throw the baby out with the bathwater here. They need us. They need us to run the economy. They need us for their, for their tech companies, their pharma companies, their entertainment companies. So they want just enough fear so they can get everyone to go along and, and make the changes that they want to make and do some rearranging of things. Extinguish some liberty. Extinguish some liberty. Oh, yeah. Get closer to synthetic biology, closer to the closer to uh, forced vaccines, closer to take the chip, closer to you have to get you have to have a digital certificate proving that you've been vaccinated if you want to go anywhere. Yeah. So they can lock everybody down indefinitely unless you get the chip. Or unless you get it may not be an embedded chip at first. It might just be a digital certificate. A lanyard like you're at a backstage at a concert. Or maybe they just scan your retina. You know, yeah. there are different ways or that you can do it where it's like, well, if you want to fly, you got to prove that you've because Rona. And it's always and all of these things that they're doing is because because of Corona. Yeah, the because Corona. Because Patriot Corona. Act was because uh, terrorism. And here it is, this and here it is this thing that's basically just the flu which kills uh, which has killed more people this year than Rona. It kills more people every year than Rona's probably going to kill this year. Um, H1N1 swine flu in 2009 and 10, I think, killed 200,000. We're nowhere near that yet. There was no panic over that. I mean, there was. It was in the news. Yeah. Um, and, also, and there would have been way more Ebola, panic if it happened now. Ebola, Zika, and one, and one, the swine flu have patents. They're patented. You can go look at the patent for the fucking virus. Someone owns that patent. And I'm sure coronavirus will have one too. Is that just because people patent it so they can be the ones that are the only ones that can make the vaccine for it, though? I'm not exactly. Sh- I'm not exactly sure, but because uh, to me, to me, it implies that they're, they're patenting it because it's because they now own the weapon, just like you have a patent for an M16 or whatever. But no, uh, there's patents for just like there there are patents for um, chemtrail. Uh, technology. There are patents for um, and all this stuff, all the conspiracy theories, which which I'm, I don't think that this is a conspiracy theory. I think that this is a business as usual theory. Um, that's the word I like to use when people use conspiracy theory. I like to kind of delete that loaded term and replace it with something uh, that implies that there's some rational thinking going on behind these theories. And yes, it is a theory. I can't prove it. Um, but I can point to a lot of evidence and I'm piecing things together more and more every day. Um, you know, I have a take on it. I don't care. You know, I'm, I'm no longer, I'm no longer threatened by hurting anyone's feelings or pissing anybody off because I'm saying something that they don't like. So I'm just saying, uh, what I want to say and you can unfollow me, you can unfriend me, you can call me a poopy face. Or you can come catch these hands if you really want some. <laughs> but I'm not censoring myself for you fuckers. I'm not trying to be mean, but I'm not going to. I'm no longer. I'm no longer afraid of the social ramifications of holding an unpopular view. Believe it or not, I was previously. It didn't seem like you were. Yeah, I was say, <laughs> no, I censor myself. That, that's, that's the funny thing is, I've been censoring myself. That that's, doesn't. That doesn't mean rather terrifying. That doesn't mean. That, <laughs> that doesn't mean I'm going to like post on other, be caustic and attack people. It just means I'm presenting my information. If you want to engage, um, you know, I'm going to politely engage with you and share. The, you know, I'm I'm not going to let some nurse um, 
you know, try to try to boss me around with appeal to authorities. You know, I'm not. I'm just. I've been down this road too many times. I've been. I've been. I I, I don't want to think. Say say I sound like I have too much ego about this, but I've been kind of right about too many things too many times. I feel like to. Um, to not give myself the benefit of the doubt. Yes, I could be wrong. Of course I could be wrong. I've been wrong many times before. But um, it's not just me saying these things. There, there are a lot of people from, from all different, totally different philosophical backgrounds, totally different um, idealistic you know, fields of thought, different lifestyles, a lot of people coming to these same conclusions that I have. Um, Charles Eisenstein is a guy that I, I disagree with philosophically very strongly. He wrote a really long, faggy, wordy, wordy article that was kind of tedious to read because of how, how ornate the language was and how unnecessarily long it was, but he pretty much came to all the same conclusions I did, and normally I butt heads with this guy really hard. Um, there are many other examples. Um, basically, it is, you know, the message is you, you can't take care of yourself. You're not, you don't know how to take care of yourself. You need us. Be afraid. You can't take care of yourself. You know, we, we, we're the only thing that can protect you. We are the only thing that can protect you. We are the only thing can, that can protect you is the message that I'm seeing like being. And then there's this other thing that happened. They haven't been doing it. I haven't been feeling it. Maybe it's because I've been in a good place on the farm. But with one of the things that Harp can do is I don't want to say mind control because that makes it sound um, a little too sci-fi. But the 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 psi reality of it is that they can emit low, low frequencies at different frequencies into the atmosphere, especially if it's been ionized by uh, metal particulates that they can create a mood. They can create, they can make, create like you ever just some days you just yes. feel like something's wrong. I absolutely know what you're talking about. Yeah. And, and then you ask somebody else, like, do you feel this too? It's like, there are a lot of things that that could I buy be. that. There I are really a lot of things that. that that could be yes. that aren't harp. Right. And sometimes those things happen naturally, but that's not what's been happening in the last few weeks. They've been using it to control the VIX, the fear level. The, there, there's a fucking stock market thing that you can look at that pretty much tells you what the fear level is. It's called the VIX. It's the volatility index. Um, how much the market is likely to move up or down rapidly. It's, it's a it's a measurement of fear amongst investors. And on days when I'm feeling this, I'm, the VIX is high. And yes, there's also a collective unconsciousness. Like if everybody is scared, you're tuned into that. Just like just like in Stranger Things, how if you hurt one of the demagogues, the, the mother brain feels it. Yeah. If everybody's scared, you're going to feel that too. And so there's some of that at play too. But there's also an, an actual physics phenomenon, a bio, biophysics phenomenon Seems to be a disturbance in the force. Oh, my neighbor's dog. Yeah. <clears throat> I thought I heard some sort of siren. That, I, I heard, heard sirens. Miss okay. <laughs> Snyder's dog is a bit of a asshole. A bit of a cad. Seems to do the same thing to Baxter all the time. So just maybe you can test this if you're feeling cad. if you're feeling like like. Gloom and doom is just like like clouding over your emotions. Well, that's all the time. Well, I don't feel that all the time. <laughs> I'm kidding. It's but, not but really. But to check, check, like, check with your check with your husband. Else? Okay. Check with your friends. Call somebody across the country that you know and say, "Hey, are you feeling?" You know what I mean? 
But do your own science. And that's all I'm doing. I'm doing my own science. But the, but the, the scary part about that is, is that most people I know, friends and family are like me. So they're they're invariably feeling some kind of doom. That might you know, so. yeah, that might not be the best sample to <laughs> right. work from. Right. <laughs> yeah. If you're if you're my relative, then then your data is not valid. You know, I can't use it. So I can't call Bradley and say, "Hey, you feeling you feeling bright and happy today?" That's not going to happen. So <laughs> I've, I've I don't know. I felt fine. Um, uh, I did feel weird like mid afternoon Friday, and it's probably because my dog was in the middle of dying at the time. <laughs> then on my way home I thought I was getting a fever And then I was like Oh I was out in the sun At work all day And I got a little bit Of a sunburn all Right So And then there's um, Another element to this Is just the follow the money thing If you If you If you learn about investment And how assets are acquired cheaply You understand The value Of a controlled panic Sure The value of Of a crisis If you know When the crisis Is going to happen how long it's going to happen, how severe it will be, and exactly what businesses it's going to affect. This might be if the, you talked about that uh, that that you know cyber currency they're coming up with the government. This might be an effort to to break Bitcoin as well. You know, the, it, that's the thing. It's yeah. stacking functions. Exactly. That's a time. That's when you see so many different elements all lining up to a similar agenda, and it's stacking functions. That's not a sign. That's usually sometimes it's a coincidence, but usually that's a sign of intelligent design. it's it's, it's, a, it's a sign that. And the, it, the same things have happened with, um, you know, with nine eleven. There was a lot of function stacking going on there. They did a bunch of shit. Oh, sure. That all played into, you know, and it's not really that hard to look at it objectively and say, you know, follow the money and say who stands to benefit from this, and to, you know, come up with some people that stand that could stand to benefit from this. I don't know specifically. Um, well, it's but, like Bitcoin is a is a massive, the, probably the biggest tool of the anarcho capitalists. I mean, anarcho capitalists. Yeah, I mean they're. Trying to topple the you know, the world economy so they can put a, uh, an economy that's you know more in the hands of the people you know so well they're, is, they're, is that part of the agenda with Bitcoin yeah I would I think mean that, I think that they're just trying to create a um, a competing currency um that yeah that that you can go around you know more sure. a libertarian currency exactly uh, yeah um just a better a better system for um, storing wealth. And and the government can't have that. They can't. They can't have something being, you know, oh, no. powerful. So they have oh, to no. take all the fucking power away from it. Exactly. I mean, this thing has. We've been talking about this thing has teeter has pushed me over the edge to being a prepper as well. I'm not very good at it yet, but I'm trying to get better, and I'm trying to do shit. You know, physically, I'm doing stuff like working out to be strong and endurance and all that stuff. You know what I mean? It's not just you know, and I, I want to look good, of course, too, but. You know, you're not you're not going to need all that extra muscle in the apocalypse. Yeah, truth be told, I'll go on a diet when the apocalypse happens. But I'm just saying, <laughs> you're going to have to. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, there will be advantages to having that, but right, right. but as far as like in a calorie deficient environment, right? That's scary being big. I mean, I'm doing the small squat routine, which is absolutely. Brutality incarnate, incarnate oh. and fucking, you know. I'll, okay, I'll, sh I'll, I'll show a few more cards. Um, I did place an order, um, two orders. That was a Friday night. Um, so I bought the generator. That was a big buy for me. It's kind of a lot of money. And I bought, um, okay, so there's this article I can share if anybody wants. I'm not going to push it in. It's basically a fake news site, what someone would call a fake news site, but it's an, it's like natural news or something. Um, 
but I but I buy it and I I share I shared it to you. I sent it to you, Chuck. Maybe maybe Dutch yes. too. Maybe Aaron too. I think maybe um, I forget who I was. You know, I'm just pushing scent. Mm-hmm. But um, so chloroquine is one of the uh, therapeutics that they're using. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, to treat or hydro hydroxy hydrochloroquine. You know, there's several different mm-hmm. ways to uh, present it, but it's chloroquine is the active ingredient, and kratom uh, contains chloroquine. I remember this now. I remember this argument. And so I made a Craybot order. How big? Let's just say <laughs> seven thousand pounds. Let's just say um, a chunk of it's going in this safe. Jesus Christ! A gigaton of kratom. Uh, um, I wish no. I would gotten in on that. But um, so just just as precaution, and also as a potential, all these things I'm stacking functions too because I'm an intelligent designer too. Um, Did you get a different uh, an array of different kinds? No, or? I just got green mango. That's it. Hell yeah! Well, that's a great choice. I mean, but and we've all agreed that that's the, it's the, a Cadillac, you know, if you had to pick one, it's your all purpose. It's, like it's the Joe exotic, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but not, but not only as um potential treatment for this disease that I think is, um, you know, that the, the, the threat of which itself is extremely inflated and overblown. Um, but also as a prep, also as a medication, I think that it would work as a fever reducer. Yeah, anti-anxiety. it absolutely does. I've taken it before. Anti-anxiety, mm-hmm. keeping your, your nerve calm, helping you. So all the things that it does are really useful if things get really, really bad, and it's an excellent trade item. And because it contains chloroquine, this tells me as soon as soon as um, I've been chatting with Jay Grace, the, he sent me some information about- The Alabama the, assassin, Jay Grace? Alabama man. Um He's a man, man. The, the one that I have a I have a fraudulent a fake feud with. Um, he sent me some information about um, it's it's illegal in Alabama, oh, yeah. and in several other places. Uh, and I forget. There's just some little inf- piece of information about it, and my of brain. Of course, just, it's illegal in Alabama. My, my brain just clicked, and Indiana I said, too. "I said, here's what I think is going to happen. If this is if chloroquine does become a uh, a powerful therapeutic for and and COVID continues to be a problem." Big Pharma is not going to let you just get the leaf. No, it's not. They're gonna they're gonna want to use the leaf so that they can synthesize it into a pill form. So they're gonna con- so so the kratom business is going to continue rolling. But instead of going to people like us, they're going to be selling their product to Big Pharma to be used to synthesize it. Sort right. of like how Big Pharma is allowed to use cocaine. So they yeah. So they mm-hmm. they let the they let the um, the black markets build up the market the the supply, and then they cut off. The supply to us and then become middlemen. You understand right. what I'm saying? And then so we need it. So Kratom, we have yeah. to go to them. If chloroquine becomes a legitimate, mark my fucking words, if chloroquine becomes a legitimate therapeutic for this disease and it becomes a persistent disease, which I also don't think it will, um, Kratom will become illegal. I can see it. Yeah, I need to lay in a supply too. I used yeah. to I used to have at least two kilos on hand. At all, at all times, I don't do that anymore because a, I'll take it, mm-hmm. and b, I'll um, take it. And I'm so. pretty sure, <laughs> I'm pretty sure, Craybot takes credit card order. Regular they do. Credit card. Yeah, I bought. Do that's know. I bought the. I got. I bought some green Mingda. Uh, I need to get my tolerance. Like, I, I, I consciously didn't take the the doses I usually take yesterday. And at work, I took my a small last dose. It's amazing how quickly your tolerance will drop. You know, if you don't take your usual amount, like it's one of the beauty parts of kratom is that you can quit taking it for a week and it's and you can take it and it's, it's like same, you never took it. You know, same so. thing with weed or anything like that. Yeah. Um. And so, so the last card I'm going to reveal, which, as you guys know, I've been shopping for a sword. Yeah, I ordered a sword. 
At the exact same time I ordered the Kratom. Neat. <laughs> Not this sword. You can use the sword to no. open your Kratom. This sword, I'll do some show and tell. This sword is the one that my parents bought me I was telling you guys about. And That's this, a cavalry saber, isn't it? No, this is more like a, 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 ra- like a short rapier. Yeah, it like is. a actually, child's yeah. rapier. And this is... This has been my sword, and that's what I like. I kind of know how to swing it a little bit. It's not sharpened or anything, but, yeah, but it would uh, still hurt if you jab somebody in the face. Yeah, yeah you, you you hit some or like whack them in the face. They break break and snap bones with the edge of that. Here. And I like All the right. I like the hand guard yeah, too. It's very it's very Princess Bride. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was getting ready to say it looks like an. My name Montoya. is Anika Montoya. <laughs> Yeah, you know what always bothered around. me about that, though, on The Princess Bride is the fact that he was an awesome swordsman and he trained with a sword that was not meant for him. It was meant for a man with six fingers. How much better would he have been if he had trained a sword that was actually for him? Only I think we're getting in the weeds. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that that sword was, had such mystical toughness that it was just perfect for anybody who no, touched no, it. No, it was... It was it, well, in the, in the, they go into it in the book. Like, he... Oh, oh. How he, uh, fuck, all, fuck all of you! Fucking Reggie reads a lot over here. So, what kind of sword did you end up buying? Um, I can send it to you. It's basically a, um, I think it's called a toe, a koga toe, or it's a ninja, a ninja style sword. It's about thirty three inches long, um, so a little shorter than Dutch's, and it's a it's a straight blade. It's a not a samurai curved blade, but straight, but you know sharp on one side, and it's. And then the handle is about 11 inches long, so it's got a nice oversized handle. So you can use it for slashing. You can use it for stabbing. That's one of the things I don't like about a samurai sword. They're not the best because of the no. curve. They're not good for stabbing, and no. I like stabbing. So, uh, And it's short enough that I can you know, I can put it – I can sheath it at my side, and it doesn't inhibit, inhibit me from rolling and doing all my ninja shit that I like to do. Um, and I can quickly pull it out and you know, chop someone's head off. Right. Hmm. Yes. I remember in the in the story in the book I was writing, like it was based on Japanese, you know, feudal Japanese and stuff like that. That's cool. And that's my other um, one. One of the things was is that the ninja ninja type group would carry swords that didn't have a an end on it because to be killed like that was, you know, you would go to hell because it's a dishonorable death. Yeah, I thought that was a really cool idea, you know. And also, if you were executed with such a blade, then that was the most. You know, if you were executed with a famous blade, it's an honorable death. If you're executed with this, you're a common footpad that they fucking cut your, cut your head off. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That was actually one of the the pivotal points in the in the book. Was that the main character was he had an, he had an opportunity to be killed by this famous sword, or he killed like a common thief, and he was not happy about the one and really happy about the other. To us, it's like, well, you're gonna die either way. What the fuck do you care? You know? But t- to him, it mattered. So anyway. right. Mm. Hmm. You guys want to do favorite things? Fuck yeah. Sure. Doom and gloom and all that stuff. That's our life. I don't know. It's not it's not doomy and gloomy to me. It's it's interesting. <laughs> Raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens. Bright copper kettles and warm woolen mittens. Brown paper packages tied up with strings. These are a few of my favorite things. Everything. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> there's a bunch this week. There's the aforementioned uh, bald eagle sighting, which was 
really exciting. Also, I didn't mention this. The thing that they were feeding on, I got it to look. I, yeah. I got it to look for them, Was a fucking beaver. Oh, no There's this big stupid tail in the middle of muck. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, yeah, you so didn't. Weird. I was like, you didn't quite make it, did you, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> but he was um, doing his best. <laughs> Ergonomically, <laughs> well, he up he thing. was on asphalt, and that's not their 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 best they get their, backdrop. They're not going to their do paws well. get pretty. Yeah, they're not going to do well. So he's probably like, oh fuck, broken <laughs> <laughs> in place. But anyway, he, like he was on ice. <laughs> yeah, poor guy. Comical. Making all kinds of beaver beavery noises. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I, I there was a few things this week. There was uh, I sent everybody a quote from uh, Frank Zane from his book. Uh, all about bodybuilding with, you know, uh, basically Zen philosophy and stuff like that. It's one of the most, that dude's fucking brilliant. He's brilliant. And he's, 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 he's taught himself had a lucid dream. Like he can hmm. make himself have a lucid dream. Like almost every time he sleeps hmm. that he said, you can train yourself to do it. He learned from techniques that other people hmm. put forth and he trained himself how to do it. That's have you amazing. Ever done it? He's a drink, drink I've done it one time. I did it was amazing. Yeah, it was I was cool. fly I was flying over top of Charlton Heights Mountain, like you know, directing where I was flying and shit. It was fucking awesome. So the the be able the, the ability, I want to see how he did that because I'm gonna try to figure out how to do that. That dream um, that dream world stuff is powerful, man. It's and he that's what he said, is that he had an, an ideal form. Uh his dream form was the body that he wanted in real life. And he said, and it was really helping him to achieve. And if you've seen the guy, it was fucking working. He looked like he looked in his bodybuilding pictures into his seventies. I mean, it's, I mean, it's fucking crazy. It sounds, um, it sounds really woo woo, but, but it, how, how can you, how can you not prove that when you go into the dream world, that that's not an uh, alternate reality alternate dimension reality? Yeah. I mean, I, that's you're just waking up sure. in the world. How do you know? You don't. I mean, yeah. because time and space are so much different there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So how do you the know fact that it has a time and space proves that it is real in some fashion. Yeah. How do you so, know you're not just going to some upside down? Exactly. But in in most cases, as a matter of fact, he's talking about an end of life because he's getting old. He said that uh, when he's on his deathbed, he's going to enter the lucid dream. He said, and I have a, I, he really believes that he'll be able to, his consciousness will leave his body and he'll just go, go someplace to the else. Next. Yeah. So I, I kind of think that's a great idea, but um, the physical aspect of it is was amazing too. He said a thing. He said, "Imagine your body as it is when you're laying down doing your meditation." I did this this, this morning, and and be honest with it and show everything. He said, "Then over here, imagine the body you want, you know, whatever body part from whoever you want to have, and imagine them merging together." He said, "If you keep doing that," he said, "I did that," and. He's he's one of these guys that could be arrogant without being arrogant. And he said, look at me. He said, I, I could not have been any better. And he's absolutely correct. Like, every body part was exactly where it was should have been. He looked like a Greek statue come to life. So um, that was amazing. I did it this morning. I didn't feel like working out. And I just – now and, and what you project is what you are. So, you know, the projection, if you tell yourself I'm strong, I'm confident, I'm all this stuff, it's, it's, it's real. It, beca- it becomes true. So, you know, the fact that I wasn't succeeding for all this time, all that time I was lifting was also because I was kept constantly telling myself how shitty I am at everything. So I'm, that's not something you fix overnight. It's just not. So, but I'm really trying. Like, he gives you a bunch of sayings to say to yourself. And then he did this. He went off this tangent, man, about uh, 
frequencies and vibrations and how you know you can have something auditory go in this ear and this ear and then they they're they seem to be disparate but then they line up and they activate that part of your brain it's fucking is crazy i think everybody should read that book because it was it was it's really interesting and it's really good well nikola tesla said if you want to understand the universe better think in terms of vibrations absolutely and that's he actually mentioned tesla i, I think once or twice in the book and um so that was absolutely great um I'm, I can't wait to really do the meditation thing every day before I work out. Um, and actually, he said you can do it in your waking life. He said if you just walk around, you know, fix a point on the horizon, don't really look at it, and don't really look to the side, and you can meditate in your waking life. And your body will just take over on what you're, you know, what you're supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. I, we've all done that, where you're you're on autopilot and you don't remember doing something because you're focused on something else, but you do it anyway. Not exactly a comfortable feeling sometimes. I, I was walking in, I was opening the Kratom, I opened the Kratom bag and I don't remember opening it. It's weird. So, yeah. because I just wasn't thinking about it. Um, that was great. Then I watched a documentary, um, Jadorowski's Dune, about the Dune movie he was making in the late 60s, early 70s. Um, it would have been amazing like all the well the cast okay uh he wanted Carradine to play Leto Atreides which is who Oscar Isaac's playing he wanted he, his own son was going to play Paul Atreides who the kid was exact was perfect for the role um the Harkonnens uh the the main villain is this huge fat dude he had actually secured all these people said yes he he had got uh Orson Welles to play Duke Harkonnen like Vladimir Harkonnen and you know how he got it? It's the funniest story. He said, I don't want to be in your movie. And he's like, and he's like, I'll tell you what. He had a fa- he found out what his favorite restaurant was in France, and he hired the, the chef. He said, if you're on this movie, you eat like this every day on set. Jesus. He said, I'll do it. <laughs> That's all he had to say. Um, one of the other main roles is Fade Ruatha, who's this androgynous, deadly assassin-type character who's like uh, the, the Harkonnen heir apparent as well, but he's in line for the for, for the uh, for the throne for the for the you know the galaxy emperor and he got uh, fucking Mick Jagger said yes Mick Jagger was in and was doing it shit they 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 made a massive book with all the stuff they were doing and all the you know it was an amazing documentary Pink Pink Floyd was doing the fucking music Jesus Christ yeah I'm, I'm trying to think who all else was in it uh, fucking um. Salvador Dali was playing the the Galaxy Emperor, was playing the Padishai Emperor. You know, it's fucking nuts. Why didn't this happen? Well, because it was too ambitious and it was too big. He took it to the to the studio and they they had this giant book made up with all the uh Dan O'Bannon was was one of the screenwriters. Um fucking um you know that's the guy who created and you'll see all the shit all the shit they did and was gonna do in this Doom movie, you can see in other Movies, Alien and all this stuff. But anyway, they took it and every studio loved it. Said, but we can't do it. Said it's too expensive and it's too cerebral. Like the, they basically said the, especially the American public is too stupid to get it, which they had a point. Um, their American public is not stupid because they're less intelligent. They're stupid because they want to be entertained without any effort. This movie would take effort to watch and to understand. Fuck that. So, yeah, well, the end, he changed the end. I actually kind of liked his ending. The end of Dune, 
you know, is the first book, it was a, a fairly typical ending. You know, the hero, they win, whatever. In this one, the hero dies. Paul Atreides dies. But then everybody, like he becomes this omnipotent being and everybody speaks in his voice at the end. And they just have this snapshot of all these people speaking in his voice, all the Fremen, all the, you know, all these other people. It's fucking nuts. Um, and some of the stuff was just really disturbing. Like all the stuff about the Harkonnens, like, cause they're, they were disturbing in David Lynch's movie. Like the, the one with the heart patch and he pulled it out and he was raping. Remember that part? It's been a long time. The big fat guy was raping that guy after and, and basically eating him at the same time. Hmm. Sounds like I need to watch this movie again. (laughs) It was, it was, it was nuts. Like it, and it, it is a fairly accurate representation of how the Harkonnens were, but they created the, uh, Getty prime, which is the Harkonnens world. And it was all this, Horrible Giger Giger did all the fucking Was doing all the fucking Design work for it So It was Dude it was I'm wondering fl- if the The Geiger Giger guy It's Rand Giger That He's a big producer On Stranger Things I wonder if he's Any relation I don't know I mean that's I don't even know How common the name is In in Sweden Or whatever it is But um, Yeah they had Like You know All the uh, Duke Leto in this was uh, castrated. He was a castrato. So Lady Jessica takes a bit of his blood and turns it with not alchemy, but some, some kind of uh, psychic thing into semen and puts it inside her to give birth to Paul. It's fucking weird, man. It's weird shit, but it's really fucking cool. And it would have been tremendous to see. Like, you know, it would have been one of those movies that, that divided people, though. You know, it's terrible or it's great. Everybody can universally agree that David Lynch's Dune was a piece of shit. It was terrible. But there are still people who is a cult following who love them. Oh, yeah. There's lots so, of, um, you know, lots of people think it's amazing. But this a lot. They did a lot of stuff that, that was advanced in this uh, showed up in Star Wars. A lot of it showed up, especially the sword fighting, like the sword fighting they did in it. He made his son train as a warrior for like years to play this role. And. Made him get up and learn how to sword fight and all this stuff. The kid was a fucking warrior by the time the like a literal warrior by the time that you know, he's now a warlord in uh, Southeast Africa. <laughs> yeah, he has <laughs> he has boy soldiers. He's yeah. teaching. He's, um, he's actually one of the semen warriors of uh, <laughs> what is that? And Papua New Guinea. Papua New Guinea. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> um, no, it's uh, it, it. I was really. I'm glad I watched it. Um, it's one of those things that it, what's it on is it on uh, Prime. Actually, I, I rented it. I was. I'm just. And when I get you know another payday, I'm probably just gonna go ahead and buy it. It's one of those things I I would watch again. Um, I think that's. Oh no, the last thing, and one of my favorites. I was a big uh, Alexander the Great fan. Like I read all about his life and all this stuff. I was fascinated by him. He conquered the known world by the time he was thirty. Um, and he started when he was fifteen. So Shit. his dad Philip Philip II was a powerful king in his own right. They're Macedonians. They're they're Greeks, but they're not like they're they aren't from any of the major city states, Sparta or Athens, any of them. They were from Macedonia, which was its own thing. They spoke Greek. They are ethnically Greek and all this stuff, but they're not Greeks. They were considered basically the other Greeks considered them rednecks, provincials, you know, even though they were just as intelligent and all that stuff. But they were known as you know peerless warriors, like they had. Philip had built his army into with new tactics and stuff, building on what the Spartans and the Athenians did. So he had really built up this army and then he died or was murdered. Alexander took over. Alexander conquered from the breadth of his empire is 
staggering. He went into fucking India. He had conquered Afghanistan, Pakistan, all these places, these current places, you know, back then. So he was at the end of this river valley. He was there, you know, and all these weird cultures that nobody had seen before. This is Europe clashing with, you know, the, the Orient. So he's the first person to do that. He died mysteriously, I might add, but some people think he might have been poisoned when he was 30. And he uttered, for a while, as intelligent as he was and everything, he uttered the stupidest fucking words he could have uttered at the end of this. They asked him, well, who should lead now? Who should rule? And he said the strongest. <laughs> and then he died. You had an army made up of all these generals who are kings in their own right, you know, pretty much. And they're all looking at each other and say, well, that's me. No, that's me. Then they plunged the world. They call the Diodaki, the, the successors is, is that in Macedonian Greek. And they carved up the world between them. You know, there were four major claimants. There's Ptolemy, uh, Seleucus, um, Antigonus, um, all these. And they, you know, they created the world as we knew it pretty much. It was one of the most fascinating things. I got in an argument with somebody. He said that Cleopatra was black. I said, that's laughable. He's like, why is that? She's, she was African. I said, no, for one thing, she's Egyptian, which is in Africa, but that's a totally different thing. They were white. And I said, and she was Greek. And he's like, why is that? I said, because they were Ptolemy's descendants. Ptolemy was a general of, of Alexander who basically, who did conquer Egypt and then installed them himself as a dynast. Well, plus, if you look at their own artwork... Well, I know, but th this is at a point, though, that they weren't, they, the, the Ptolemaic dynasty was not what was in their artwork. That's a totally a different ethnic group. Right, okay. So, you know, they were Greeks controlling Egypt. Yeah, I know, so, I understand that. Well, yeah, but I'm saying that uh, they were, and they were that way until Rome conquered Egypt. So 300 years before the rise of Rome is this, when this happened. And then you had the Seleucids who were in Asia, and then you had uh, Antigonus, which created a dynasty in Mas in Macedon. Forty years of war. It's it's not taught as much as Alexander is, and it's a far more fascinating subject, you know. Because it's imagine all these guys looking at each other over a table, being like, "I'm going to fucking kill you and take everything." And these had been brothers in arms for as long as Alexander had been alive, you know. And just to see that all the backbiting and 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 another thing, it's one of the first times that women, like their wives, played such a massive role in the whole thing. Because they saw what's at stake. We could be rulers of the world. Go get that. You know, so they were like, you know, they were major players in the whole thing. So that was, I'm reading a book about it now and really have gone down a rabbit hole with it. I'll probably read 10 books about it, but it's, uh, that's pretty much all. Elena. Ball hog came out this <laughs> week. <laughs> <laughs> New no, Tom I loved Se it. New um, Tom Segura special. It was great. <laughs> I love the look Chuck gave her. It's called Ball Hog. It's called Ball Hog. It's great. Um, and then last week, I forgot to mention Hey Big Boy came yeah, out. So Bert, they were Bert, really good Bert specials. Kreischer. Yeah. Um, double whammy on comedy specials there. It was yeah. fun. Tom Segura is, is probably so my good. favorite special in the past couple of years. Hmm. It's, it's really good. really good. Um. And then we picked back up on The Good Place this week. Oh, it's a good show. It's fucking awesome. And yeah. we finished season two really fast. I'm already in season three, so I've really enjoyed it. Um, what's his face? Lots of Stone Cold Steve Austin references. Yeah. <laughs> in The Good Place? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's in love, like the main characters in love with Stone Cold. Yeah. She's always, she always fantastic. <laughs> well, who was uh, 
They mentioned like her perfect person is the body of Stone Cold Steve Austin and the face of some woman. And I can't remember who it is now, but she's like, or vice versa. (laughs) 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 Um, Yeah, it's it's really good. I think what else Um, we. Oh, I started there's a a show on Netflix. um, It's a. it's about these different houses around the world and it's like an architect and this like British actor. It's through the BBC. I can't remember. I'm like blanking on the name right now. Um, they go around the world. The first season they do like different themes, like ones like mountains. So they show these incredible homes that are like built around mountains and the way that they, it's one you, it's in like the Swiss Alps and you have to like ride a tram to get to it. It's insane. Mm, that's awesome. Um, they had to bring in helicopters to like build it. It's it's insane. Seems a bit much. It's a lot. <laughs> Just find a nice flat spot. <laughs> yeah, but it was so beautiful. Um, my favorite one was in New Zealand. Um, they got permission. They bought this piece of land. I can't remember the name of the trees, but they're they're these uh, they're native to the land and they're endangered. Um, they only took out four trees for this whole house, and it's all built like within the trees. And even the architecture kind of looks like trees, so you hmm. kind of feel like. You're in like a treehouse or something. It's beautiful. Awesome. Um, there's a lot of them in New Zealand, which was really cool. Um, but yeah, I, I'll think of the name later. It's but it's on Netflix. Um, so yeah, I've been kind of into that lately. I need to check that one out. Yeah, I think I love architecture. And- I do too, especially like fucking crazy bunkers and. You know. Yeah, there's one. It's like Kate or um, underground, and it's these homes that are. Built. There was one in Greece, but it it doesn't. The way that it was so smart how they did it, like there's certain places on top where natural light comes through, so like you, it doesn't look like you're underground at all. And it's the angles. It almost looks like it's built into the the side of the mountain, and you just see the Mediterranean Sea when you step out. It's gorgeous. Hmm. It's so neat how they. And a lot of them, they worked with nature instead of just ripping up a bunch of trees and yeah. blasting it. Like. They they worked with it and they're beautiful. It's really There's cool. a woman uh, on one of those shows, Extreme Homes or something like that. She had one built in a canyon somewhere, like in Arizona or something, and she had this giant lead glass window put in the whole thing. And these storms come running up the fucking valley, and it doesn't bother her. Her house is basically nuclear bomb proof and shit like that. I'm like, how do these people make their fucking money? Because <laughs> it's it would cost probably like several a, million dollars. Probably to make a Russian this. fertilizer magnet. <laughs> it's, it, she was just seemed to be some degrees grandmother. It was really nice. And say, like, I come out here with my tea and I watch the storms coming up. I was like, what the fuck? Who have you murdered to get all this fucking money? <laughs> I, they do talk with the homeowners and then the architects that built it. So it's kind of a cool. And all of them are like, yeah, we, we went way over budget. Yeah. The wife is always like, yeah, yeah, we did. <laughs> always pissed off. Um, but yeah, th- I only watched one season and it was amazing. There was one out in like Arizona and literally it look you can't even see it from far off, but you open up. They built it with the understanding like where the sun would be. So there would always be shade inside at all times. Damn. Um, and yeah, it they only had to take out like one cactus the way hmm. that it was just. It was Fuck so cactus neat. anyway. <laughs> yeah, prickly motherfucker. Right, but then when you when you're inside and you just you have all the things open, it just it looks like you're just out in the middle of the desert somewhere. It's super super neat. Hmm. Um, but yeah, I've been really obsessed with that lately. Aaron, I don't know. I've had kind of a shitty week. Yeah, well, uh, you're a faggot. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of <laughs> a lot of new music 
came out this week, Bright Eyes. Yeah. They only had one song, right? One Bright yeah, Eyes song. Came one Bright out. Eyes I liked it. Released. I really I, like I it. it. It's very Bright Eyes y. Yeah. I'm glad that Bright Eyes is doing stuff again. There wasn't enough Bright Eyes content in the last nine years. <laughs> yeah, there wasn't any, was there? Well, there was zero Bright Eyes content, but I consider everything that everything Connor Rivers does, does, and he's put out something almost every year, which I like. Um, But I'm glad they got the. Uh, the other guy in Bright Eyes back together. Because there's only yeah. Connor Oberst and Mike Mogus, and then they would just get a ragtag group of young rapscallions together to fill <laughs> up. <the game. laughs> it's pretty much what it was. You're, you're all over the 20s, the 19th century terms today. CAD, <laughs> rapscallions. <laughs> I mean, one, uh, what is, on Wide Awake and It's Morning, he had Jim James in, in the band from uh, My Morning Jacket. I think he played drums. On most of it, Jim James. It's so weird. Jim James. Jim James. Jimmy James. James. Like <laughs> soft, 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 soft like Steve Root on fucking news radio. Jimmy James. Johnny, then, Johnny Johnson. I, I, I broke my dad all week. <laughs> so, I broke my I mean, dad. I enjoyed that yesterday and today. I really, really hammered it home. I've had a I've had a gallon of ice cream this week. Yeah. As long as it's not in one sitting. No, it's not a one sitting. It's like a two. <laughs> <laughs> I've had a lot of cookies and cream, Walmart brand. That's pretty good. The, the great value cookies and cream. Well, yeah, I mean, because they loaded up on the fucking extra sugar. Oh my god, oh, it's good. good. They're trying uh, to trying to really so jam that's it in there. Been my favorite thing is breaking my diet. He got me the you remember the circus animals cookies like the pink and yeah. There's ice cream with that in it. <laughs> oh Jesus! <laughs> and I think it's what heaven should be made out of. How do they expect people not to be fat? Like. It's two it's four dollars. <laughs> it's two dollars for a half gallon of ice god cream. Damn it! It's sugar. So it doesn't cost anything to produce. Oh god, dude, it's so delicious. Good. Yeah, but I gotta quit because I felt like garbage. Uh, the Walmart up here is uh, carrying the uh, Rebel low carb ice cream. It's oh, made the, with like heavy cream and which stevia. Walmart? The uh, the Fatville? Fatville? No, no the, the uh, Quincy. 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 Okay. They use monk fruit. Yeah. Monk fruit, son yeah. of a bitch, and it's good shit. It's, it's really good. Solid ice cream. And How much is it for? Like, well, anywhere else you buy it, it's six bucks. At Walmart, it's five. Oh, for well. a pint. I mean, it's it's, it's worth cheap, it if you're but watching. It's watching. really good. I might check it out. Yeah, it's good. Kind of hankering for some. From I think that's what we're gonna do. Kind of hankering cream. to do some spankering. Hmm. John, favorite thing. <laughs> um, That's a simple move part. right past that. <laughs> I saw a, I saw a woman get caught. I saw a woman at the um the Quincy Tractor Supply mm-hmm. get caught shoplifting. Nice. Neat. It was quite a shit show. Yes. <laughs> what happened? Um so they were in front of me and she was just being real dramatic the whole time. A guy was kind of with her. He was kind of detached from her, but he was he'd ridden with her or whatever. And she was checking out, and she's like, "Oh God, she won't pay me. She won't pay me no bills. She won't pay. Uh, she won't help me with the bills. She won't help me carry groceries in." Just, just, just whining and just, just ranting and whining and like depressed, big bags under her eyes. She has the um, a physical condition that um, that is common in in certain you know certain uh, sections of West Virginia where. You have like a negative butt, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. yet yeah. a gut, yeah. yeah. See all all the skinny, kind of skinny. The gut takes away from the skinny butt. skinny everywhere else. Yeah, but whatever butt she should have is just in like a really flabby. It's been dim- displaced the in butt the front. In the front. 
Yeah, but displaced. There was like a, a hurricane in the back. It was like Hurricane Katrina, and everybody had to move to Houston. <laughs> like I just, <laughs> well, like, I, I honestly, look, I honestly it's that, look but at in her. Human form. I honestly look at her, and I'm just like, I don't think that this is. Excuse me, ma'am. Where gene- do you poop from? This is <laughs> this is not genetics. Like you're like my belly button. <laughs> you're doing something to your this body. This is intelligent to make, design to make this happen to be this shape. But um, <laughs> and then so and then they were walking out, and then set off the alarm. And you know the, one of the one of the employees stopped her and was like, "Oh, you know." And she's like, "Oh, God, come, come, come. She, 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 there's nothing there." And she's checking her pocket. And she's obviously got like, uh, like, it's like, no, there's a bulge. There's definitely a bulge in your pants. <laughs> there's a bulge amongst all the other bulges. And then, uh, like, eventually, like, found uh, what was like a halter or a leash or some kind of ropey thing stuffed into the the back her the back of her pants. And she just acted, she played it off. And I was like, see, uh, and just continued with the whole thing. She's like, this is what happens. But I forgot to get a buggy. And, and I, I didn't get a buggy. And I, if I got the oh buggy, I would have put it in. Then it was just, I was just like, oh God. And then I walked through and the alarm went off. And I was like, well, whatever. I just don't want to say anything. I could walk. <laughs> and then a guy came and charged us to get back here. And I turned around and started walking right towards him. And then the woman like corrected. I said, no, 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 it's not him. <laughs> I was about ready to be like, touch me. <laughs> and then the guy who was with the crazy one was sitting at the car it's like smoking a cigarette he's like he's like he's like do you know that guy it's like he, the way he talked to you it's like it's like he can come get some if he wants <laughs> but he apologized or whatever but it was just you know that was fun that was a favorite thing remember shoplifting i never shoplifted i've never I used, shoplifted. they used to put the thief wrecks for cigarettes out and they, they were just literally in front of the cash register and you would just the guy would be like, oh, can I get that? And the, the clerk would turn around to get something and just be like, I'm just going to take all these cigarettes now. <laughs> and that's what they were there for. They were there for teenage kids to steal. <laughs> Literally, that is what they were there for because they knew they would eventually get a job and they would buy the cigarettes. Oh, gotcha. That's what Thief Smart. Racks, that's why they were called Thief Racks. They were literally just there. Three samples. Yeah, <laughs> essentially. Um, Diabolical. My, one of my friends works Smart. at the, he works at the Oak Hill Tractor Supply. And he was like, I had no idea shoplifting was such an epidemic until I started working at Tractor Supply. Hmm. Shit loads. It's crazy. We had shoplifters every, numerous ones, every fucking day. Yeah. They come in and grab, this one guy came in and grabbed, he was, he was looking at us like, yes, came in and grabbed a fucking, and we're not allowed to stop him. Right. You know, so he Stupid. grabs a, a, a DeWalt fucking drill set. It's <laughs> like, you gotta pay for that. <laughs> walk around. Like I got your license plate. Like they're gonna. I don't like, yeah, give a fuck. Fuck them. Um, That's insane. Yeah. Um, favorite things. Uh, I've been eating a lot of garlic. Garlic is awesome. I'm gonna eat a lot, a lot of good food. I've just been cooking and eating because I'm not leaving. I haven't really. Left. You've been social distancing. Um, I've just been basically. I've just been doing what I always do, except I'm not going to jujitsu and I'm not eating out. So, but I haven't seen, have not left the farm since a uh, week today. Mm. Or well, that's not true. I had to do those preps, but. What did you do? <laughs> there's, I think, <laughs> I think there's leftover Baxter piss on the floor over there. <laughs> his, his last piss. Yeah. His last indoor piss. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm enjoying myself. I'm, I'm real happy. I've been like. It's been so sunny and warm the last couple of days. I've just been stripping down to my underwear and sunbathing and like listening to podcasts and stuff. And what podcast you been listening to? I mean, I well, I listened to like a little bit of Joe Rogan and nothing, nothing really interesting happening on Rogan. 
that I've seen. I thought it was a banger of a week. Oh, that was a great week. I mean, yeah. it had all the greatest hits guys on there. Yeah. And all, all the, the greatest people the, I've been listening to the, for 10 years. Yeah, yeah see, that I'm not as into that stuff as you guys are. I was I was hoping more for like, you know, the juicy stuff about about the situation. And yeah. Really, the only guys had on about that was uh, the, the doctor guy. Yeah, the guy that needed to clear his throat the whole time. Yeah, scared the shit out. The guy like, that definitely has the Rona. I listened to one, um, maybe it was a week or two ago, where he had a professional on there talking about the the virus. Yeah, and basically he said, "We just need better flu shots." <laughs> like the whole time that like that guy, like like I, I watched it, like I forced myself to watch it the whole time, being like, "I want to like smash this guy in a debate." But um, yeah, and no, nothing really that interesting in terms of podcasts. I mean, I just and like YouTube videos and consp- you know things related to the current crisis and and um, but also like funny stuff like you know that the obviously the Tiger King is good. Um, yeah, Carol definitely killed uh, her husband, right? Eric and I were. Um, I, I, I don't. Mean, you couldn't even get a tiger to eat a person unless you slathered him in sardine I mean, oil. <laughs> and everybody's like, "Wait a goddamn second. <laughs> I don't think they really have um, hard proof, though. Do they? No. Okay. Yeah. Well, I can't say then. But um, because I thought that I thought that uh, John Mark Byers was definitely guilty. In yeah. Yeah. So I've been wrong before. Yeah. Um, these John Mark the- Byers. He he was so fucking. Um, Theatrical, doofy, and theatrical. Yeah, that yeah. you're like, oh, come on, but her, she's trying, she's hiding it a little bit better. As crazy as this fucking group of people are, it wouldn't surprise me if somebody else killed her husband. Yeah. <laughs> well, the some of the wildest shit that you, it would stick out like a sore thumb. In the context of that world, you're just like, oh, like uh, the uh, the guy from the Myrtle Beach guy, uh, Doc. Yeah. Like he pulls up in a side by side that's. All decorated and like skulls and shit, and then he's got a skeleton riding alongside him, and they did not feel the need to explain it. it was, <laughs> <laughs> that's how wild this fucking documentary is, and it, it just passes by that he's given the eulogy at uh, his husband's funeral, and he's like, he used to just slap his balls on my face. Oh yeah, I just loved how he slapped his balls, and everybody's he said like, that? everybody's yeah. just sitting there, la- sitting in the audience, going, "Yes, yes, his balls, very slappy balls," and uh, there's there's no like, what? This is at a funeral. His mom is right there. That's the title of Very Slappy Balls. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I just don't understand. There's been a lot of a lot of great memes related to Tiger King and Corona, Corona, Rona, and our COVID sixteen. I refer to it as Rona CV or COVID sixteen. We've been calling it the sieve at work. The sieve, yeah. CV. I like CV. Like if I'm writing, it's usually just CV because it's the best shorthand. Um. <laughs> I think the if you look back at like uh, not the like I guess it'd be the Middle Ages, like the, whenever the the rhymes kids would uh, would chant while they were skipping rope, yeah, it all had something to do with some sort of a plague and, and death and shit, yeah, and it just proves that humans have never taken anything seriously because now we have all this crazy shit going on and we're just memeing the shit out of it, we're making fun of it the entire time. That's no, gallows humor. I mean, yeah. if you don't if if you let it get you down, you will literally lose your mind. Like I was doing. Before, before I got medicated, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's, you have to fucking laugh through it. I mean, I'm not sure. worried about the sieve. I'm not worried about much of anything, but I will make fun of it. Yeah, I don't. I'm. I'm not really. I'm worried about the economy collapsing. I'm not worried about the virus. It's going to continue to go down. I think uh, because the they need to. You know, they've got to deflate the value so they can buy up all the assets cheaply. All right. 
You guys uh, ready for your twelve hundred dollar check from Uncle Donnie? Oh man! I, I think the funniest thing though is that they they won't let him have money for his hotels, <laughs> and he got so fucking mad. I'll talk to you later. He stormed out of the fucking meeting because he found out about. It. I said I said one I made one funny joke about. Or I think it's a joke. Other people went up, but um, I said I need your stimulus check and your grant money like I need your smallpox blankets. <laughs> That's kind of the way I feel about it. For so you're getting twelve hundred dollars, but um. It's actually costing you like sixteen grand, or, you know, or something, mm-hmm. um, and they're going to inflate all this, you know, quantitative ease, all this money, which is basically just a debt of the unborn. Future generations are going to have to pay for this shit. Um, but um, the other one, I'm, I've been working on another one. I haven't worded it quite right yet, but about the tw- the stimulus check, it's like so twelve hundred dollars is the magic number they came up with uh, that that the average person will accept to take a cock. Apparently, yeah. You basically you're a whore, you'll be a whore like just the right amount of you know money to 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 fucking take a cock in your civil liberty ass. I read that yeah, the, the I'll, way I'll they keep... came up with the twelve hundred dollars is the the federal minimum wage is seven seventy five, and forty hours a week at seven seventy five for four weeks is around eleven sixty. So they just rounded up to twelve. I love that. Like <laughs> I saw I saw a list of um things that that uh, where the money's going. And it's like twelve hundred dollars for each person, and then it's like sixty six millions to this bullshit group, seventy nine million yeah, to this yeah. this corporate this bullshit group, yeah. and it's and it's just like it's insane how how all the stuff in that in that stimulus package, and just like it's like fourteen hundred page or the one that Pelosi came up with. I don't know if that's the one that passed. It's fourteen hundred sure. pages, a fourteen hundred page bill that's got everything in it from digital currency to giving you know reallocating funds to people. Printing tons of money, changing changing the nature of so many things, and um, supposedly that that was that came up. They came up with that um, in the matter of a week. That bill, they, they already had that shit written out. Yeah, yeah. anything well, anything over fifty pages, they've already had written out. I think. Well, the thing about it is too is that the whole, uh, you know, choosing up size and 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 understanding that. Uh, even though I think it's hilarious, the fact that they are blocking Donald Trump out is. God damn, it's so fucking funny. But uh, it's uh, the fact that they're not doing that to any any of their their interests. You know what I mean? No. See, that's 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 what kills me is the fact that they yeah they do hate him. He's a hateable person. Like he's he's so easy to despise. You know, and I think he's earned every bit of it. But I think that they try to to say that he's a worse actor than they are. I'm like, Mm-mm. no, everybody's bad. Exactly. I'm like, you're all scum. You know, he's just a little bit more, he's, he's just too stupid to hide it, you know? So, you know, the whole, but I got to tell you, it made my day in a really shameful way when I read about how he's, he was at that meeting and then he found out about it and they said his face turned red and he just walked out of the meeting and left Pence and them up on stage I'll talk to you later. <laughs> How did his you face fucking, turn red when he's got the orange makeup? No, I'm on. saying you can just see he's just he, you can you know when he's angry. Like he's he, he's got no poker face. He you know when he's lying. One of the things when he's lying, he always does this. That's, he always that's, does, that's, he, that's a that's a tip off. He always does that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's my point. He's always lying. So it, it, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm I'm trying to relax my hatred of things because as I read in the book, those are really negative energies that affect you. 
You know, it's true. I mean, you can laugh, but it's fucking true. I'm and, even telling you this for like uh, yeah, no. But I'm saying that God, this book really turned your life around. <laughs> <piece of shit. laughs> that's very, we created that's that's very negative energy coming from you, Elena. We created favorite things to pull you out of your hole, and it worked. Good job. <laughs> Here's the greatest diss track of all time. Did you guys see the video I shared of me working on my round kicks to this song? I did song? see that. <laughs> what is this? It's here, Kitty Kitty. Oh, yeah. She was a rich woman. She had rich taste. She felt the blood running through her veins. In case you didn't know, this is Joe Exotic. Yeah, yeah, I like the life she had. She loved her big cats and the beauty of being a Whoever you got to play her is great. But then it got a little crazy, it got a little hazy, and the cops said there's something wrong here. The motherfucker's got some pipes. I said that before, he can sing. He can really sing. Here, have some human flesh. You can't find this taste in the zoo. <laughs> My favorite part, though, he talks about he writes songs to to get away from his day to day life. <laughs> and then he writes exactly about his day to day life. Yeah. <laughs> like there's a, there's no metaphor there. No. <laughs> you won't find this kind of taste in the zoo. What are you talking about? <laughs> <sighs> what kind of arcane parallels are you drawing? <laughs> hey, all you cool cats and kittens. <laughs> <laughs> that looks like fucking stankums. I like how they're really committing to the scene where she just keeps feeding the yeah, fucking Yeah, they really... <laughs> They're not great at editing. His no. head is on the platter. Yeah. <laughs> this is this is a, a minute and thirty stretch where there's no. This singing. is an extended jam. Yeah. <laughs> Just really wanna. This is the uh, freeform jazz exploration. <laughs> in case you didn't know, he thinks that she killed his her husband. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think I got it. And maybe might have fed him to her think, cats. Yeah, I think so. And the look-alike looks almost—it's a great look-alike yeah, for Carol. What do you think? Think about the making a dramatization of this. It's already so wild. There's no reason to make yeah, a, fa- a really fake dramatization movie of it. Yeah, I don't. Oh, I don't know. I, 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 that has potential. Like it could be. I, I think people will watch it. I think that it's the wrong timing. I think. They should have made the movie first and then put out the documentary series. Be like, oh wow, the movie sucks compared to how crazy these people are. Yeah. Or there's no way that's real, and then you're like, oh yeah, bang, there's the fucking documentary. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> it's so hard to predict what people are gonna, what's gonna go viral, and what what people. There's are no gonna... way they didn't know this was. They were like, wait a minute, everybody's stuck at home. Yeah. Here you go, motherfucker. Well, his, yeah. his producer like lived on the property. That guy's not dumb. He's no. like, this is a story. I need like, to document this. Gay polyamorous polygamous he's married to multiple people 
uh, country Char- music singer. Charismatic. <laughs> All, that in Charismatic itself. That in itself. It's insane. And then he runs a roadside zoo filled with tigers. Uh, you can go to his YouTube page and it'll give you like a... Vir- uh, he has a video sort of like a virtual visit to the zoo. And it shows him, you know, talking to the crowd and everything. He, I mean, it's a pretty good job. <laughs> Seriously, he's I believe he just, on, just on one of the trailer park boys. Uh, not movies, but like uh, when they're uh, when they're on tour, their live shows. Bubbles and them go to uh, Carol's. Oh no, shit! Place in Florida. No, yeah, Carol's Big Cat Rescue. And Bubbles is like, look, he's showing me his belly. He wants me to give him belly work. He wants the belly work. <laughs> he, he can tell. He can look at me and tell that I give good belly work, and he's just showing me his belly. <laughs> oh, look at a kitty. <laughs> I found the eulogy. Oh, fuck. Give me the eulogy. But uh, I'm going to have to play it. This like ball this. is slapping my face. Wait, I can probably find the eulogy pretty quick. Uh, it's on uh, episode. Just send me the link. Are you talking about? No, I've got. I had to open it through Netflix. Are you talking oh, about really? where his, yeah. when his husband killed himself and he sang at his funeral? Yeah. <laughs> do, uh, do you got your Netflix app on there? I don't have a Netflix. Okay, app. let me just play it through the thing because it's worth it. Travis Michael Maldonado, and we spent the last four years of our life together. And I asked him every day. I said, "Why well, me?" He said, because God put me here to make you smile, and that's my job. And it didn't matter how stupid he had to get. <laughs> but if I was sitting there concentrating as short as I could on the computer to write a letter to a senator or a congressman or something else, he'd run come and rub them balls in my face. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody that works here knows exactly what I'm talking about, because you've seen his balls. <laughs> They were like golden nuggets to that boy. (laughs) 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 Jesus. They're such fucking weirdos. Oh, it's so great. It is, I'm telling you. Golden nuggets. It has this. It has everything. We devote our lives to Joe Exotic now. Yeah. <laughs> we Are you going to start the church of Joe Exotic? He's the man we all needed right now, you know? Yeah. We, we really did. Yeah. It, I it's couldn't so create insane. a more ludicrous character <laughs> if I wanted to. I know at least one person that's been there. Man. And she said it was the most insane place she's ever been in her life. Is his in Myrtle Beach? No, his is in Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Okay. I, I knew about the one in Myrtle Beach. Yeah. And there and there was one right off of Carolina Beach. There was another zoo right off of Carolina Beach where they had a liger. Yeah, I actually, I was looking into going to one of those when we were living in yeah. North Carolina. Like, it was in uh, Go Pet a Kitty. It would have been in probably. It would have been considered in uh, Wilmington proper. It wasn't on Carolina Beach, but it was just right off. You know, before you came off the bridge from Snow's Cut, it's right there on the side of the road. It had a big paper shade lion fucking head on it. People are like, "Let's go there." I was like, "No, let's not. I don't. Want <laughs> I don't need to see some terribly caged animals and shit." Uh, one thing I will take away from Joe Exotic is that uh, I now want like a. A Colt forty five, like he carries on his side, like the cowboy gun. Yeah, the classic like Colt forty five revolver. What about when one. when Saf got her arm ripped off, and the first thing he does, he puts on his EMT. Jacket oh yeah, he's got to put his EMT because jacket. the drip never takes a back seat. You must always be flexing on everybody. Like <laughs> I am an EMT. 
what, <laughs> what I love is when is when he goes he goes to like like right when that happens they, he has customers lined up in the office to do the tour yes! and he he goes back in there and is like um we I'm it's like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sugarcoat this or I forget what he said but he's just like uh, one of our one of our employees just got his arms eaten off I can give you a rain check or you can, <laughs> you can but then he turns around I'm never going to financially recover from this <laughs> but he was just deadpan like there was just no really needed some PR. he was not stressed <laughs> the, the, in any way the meme the, the best meme I've saw from that particular situation is it that is him in his EMT jacket it says I'm never going to financially recover from this and it says when you leave a door open and the lights on you're dead when you leave a door open and the lights on <laughs> it's so insane um i also have an interest in thermite now thermite yeah what the explosive the explosives he was he just they'd get methed out and just uh put thermite in like mannequins and just blow them up just shoot them man yeah they would just blow shit up all the time. The cats are freaked out all the time. <laughs> these, these cats are always on edge. Yeah. And he's going in the cage with them. <laughs> he's walking around limping. He's got a knee brace on and a cane because he was attacked by one of his tigers. <laughs> God, he's just such a... I mean, I need to watch this because I'll no, just... you really do. It's- I'll be... Like, yeah, the whole time compelled by what a fucking weirdo he is. Like, there's not a boring moment. No, in it. no. <laughs> dude, you're hooked. First five minutes in, every moment is crazier than the last. <laughs> and then you're like, wait, there's more, and then there is. Yeah, they're like, but it's only one season though, so don't get your hopes up of a long. But there is a huge YouTube channel of his, right? There's, yeah. more, there's so plenty of content. content. Yes, yeah. and lots of tent. The people uh, that made it, they said, they said there's things unfolding now to where there's. Going to be another one, another season of it. They've got enough content they could do, yeah, several. And and the way things are unfolding with Carol and uh, the guy from Myrtle Beach, Doc, that guy's amazing too. They, they should just do one about him. Yeah, oh, he's such a creep. Oh yeah, <laughs> he makes me look like Joe Exotic is <laughs> not as creepy. At as least you, uh, with Joe, you know what's going on. Yeah, yeah. and he's he open seems about a little more it. genuine. You're like, oh, this is just really him. He <laughs> likes to fuck. He likes to do meth, and he likes to pet kitties. Yeah, he doesn't fucking play around. <laughs> my favorite. The other guy, um, however, one of my another favorite line from the show for me is um, when they're they're talking to the ponytail Myrtle Beach guy, Doc, the cultist, or whatever, and then um, he's talking about it. it's like his expensive, how expensive it is he do and how he spares no expense and everything's he does it in a high class way and everything's set up so it's dummy proof and it's he's like it's you know ten whatever I forget the exact numbers I think it's like ten to fifteen thousand dollars just for the food to feed a tiger. And then it immediately cuts to to Joe. He says, <laughs> I can feed a tiger for three thousand dollars a year. <laughs> <laughs> and then he, Joe has his workers digging through to find stuff that isn't quite expired yet. <laughs> As a, as, a, as a pig farmer, I find it extra extra satisfying. <laughs> I can feed a tiger. How, how cheaply can I do this? Oh, the well, people shit, who edited I mean, it that this had such a great sense of humor. Like yeah. some of the cuts. Yeah, it's, just, it's well produced. Yeah. It's yeah. Well, I mean, I was sitting there thinking. You know, that's a good point. You you don't have to. A, a tiger can eat, and lions will eat shit that's like putrefied. Yeah, they don't get shit. It's rotten and got they, maggots come off. They, I mean, will, they will eat it. Their stomach, their stomach acid dissolves bones. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. So, yeah, you don't have to get them top dollar or anything. They can eat. As animals. long as it's nutritious, it doesn't matter if it's a little rotten. 
Getting something. To, get yeah, we something worked out a deal with the Walmart. They give us everything that's expired, and we come and, they, and back it up and dump it, dump it out. And they get all the roadkill and yeah. stuff. That's a good. That's the that's sheriff good. calls us and lets us know if there's been a deer hit on the highway. We come and scoop it up. They, they seem like they're a very valuable part of the community. <laughs> 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 we need a bunch of crazy tiger people around here for all the fucking roadkill. <laughs> there actually is a place in Summersville, Tiger Mountain. It used to be on the. Uh, Fuck! Well, I've, I've been there one time to whenever for my last job. They had like exotic animals and shit all over the place, and I forget what it's called now. Where's Wait. it at? It's in summer off Kessler's really? Cross Lane, not Kessler's Cross Lanes. Uh, I forget, but it's one of those offshoot towns of Summersville that's like ten minutes outside. Hmm. It's like a big resort, and I forget not resort, but uh, oh, I forget what it's called. Yeah, I know exactly where you're talking. What the hell's that place called? I don't know. Nah, well. Then there's Hovatters up in Preston County. Hovatters? I don't think I've heard of them. Yeah, if you're a Morgantown person, you probably made that trip. That's a really cool zoo. They have tigers in line. Or they did. Um, they've got they got just a, a crazy variety of animals packed into a little tiny zoo. And they're all rescue animals. So it's people say that it's cruel. But it's like, well, these were animals that were either they were um, in movies or something and they don't work anymore. Or they were in a you know, or... Someone had it as a pet, and it was a mm-hmm. or something. So, you know, here's here's one uh, Tiger Mountain Refuge in Cordy, Raynell, West Virginia. Hmm. Raynell, yes, that's in Fayette County. Why are we not doing this? Yeah, uh, next Saturday, road trippers. <laughs> Let's see, hours not available. Deal do the spread of COVID. That's weird. That's the second mention of Raynell on this show. Hmm. Um, it doesn't really have a lot of doesn't really have a lot of information. Why does it say 217 miles? It's not, right now it's not 200 miles from here. What's your fence at to? It's from wherever the, your map is picking up from. So maybe you're getting. Huh. Weird. Hmm. Yeah, right now it's 45 minutes yeah. or so. We can get there. As soon as as soon as the vid blows over, I'm going to fucking. Take them out. <laughs> I, remember, I remember seeing uh, when they, I would actually talk to the. To one of the people who ran the place, they were putting up flyers. I was like, "You guys have, yeah, we've got, we've got all kinds. Can I get into the cage with one and try? <laughs> Can to I fight wrestle it? around? I just want to scruff his belly. Yeah. <laughs> I want to, I want to see Khabib fight a tiger. I want to put him in a headlock. Any other favorite things, John? Um, I made this pasta. Hmm. Mm. Um, so I just kind of like boiled the. This sort of like a penne style pasta. Mm-hmm. It was like whole wheat. And I kind of boiled that, not swear it wasn't cooked all the way. Al dente. A little, uh, yeah. Maybe even more than v- al dente. Very al dente. Um, because then I had, I had um, like an Italian mix, like frozen vegetables, which is like cauliflower, carrots, lima beans, squash. Sausage. Um, now I'm getting to that. <laughs> it's Italian. Um, so, so Olives. And then I had some like, some like canned vegetables that were like really sweet and tangy. And like they had like green tomatoes and other stuff in it. Sort of like a crop, almost like a crop. Like, um, like a pickled vegetable thing that's delicious, and so I used some of the sauce from that, and then I made like a like a garlic sauce from like lard and coconut oil and animal fat with tons oh, of man, garlic. That sounds good. Like tons of garlic, mm-hmm. and then um, I cooked um, like three quarter pounds of um, ground pork with um, caramelized onions and spices, like Italian spices, basil and stuff, make it taste like Italian sausage, but a better Italian sausage without that licorice shit in it, anise or whatever, and then. So then I put all that in a baking pan, the vegetables on the bottom, 
and the noodles kind of mix all that up in like a sort of the Italian, it sort of tastes like an Italian dressing. Mm-hmm. And then sprinkled the, bake that a little bit to where the noodles started to crisp up and sprinkled the, 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 the pork meat and onions on that. And then like probably like a half pound of like really stinky, not really stinky, but like really like what would be expensive cheese, but I got it really cheaply. Mm. Like a n- nice layer of cheese on top and bake that till it was crisp. A little bit of seasoning, a little chili powder, a little garlic powder, a little s- s- salty salt. Mm. I only it, have one question. And there's more. Why is it not here? Why do you not bring it with because you? Because I don't want to share it with you. <laughs> Fuck you. I want all of it. I, I was going to eat it for breakfast this morning, but I just I was running out of time. I just yeah. had a granola bar. I need to get some of your pork because I keep, I, I've got a yen lately for pork steaks. And um, I'm eating Hormel, which I know is not good, but it's... You know, it's what I got. Hormel. So. Hormel what? I mean, Hormel is just a brand. Hormel pork. Oh, like chops or? It's it, it's called pork steaks. So, so it's, it's like, it's, like a, it's basically like a chop. You it's, know, it's raw meat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And I'm cooking them up. Because when I see, when I see the word Hormel, I think pepperoni. Right. Or, right. Or, or <laughs> like that's exactly what I think. Like, well, kind of, let's let me give them a shot. And I'm I'm eating it. I'm like, well, it's pork. I still like it. But then I remember that uh, the pork chops you gave me that one time, and I literally just cut the fat off so I could chew it. <laughs> like, just put it in my mouth and chew it as I'm walking around because it was that fucking delicious. So we keep saying this. I, I want some, John. I want some meat. <laughs> uh, do you have um? Do you have um, extra freezer space? I do. I have an I have an extra freezer in the basement. It's mostly empty. Yes, that's good to know. I've got a bunch of pigs that need processed soon, mm-hmm. and maybe I, you could help me store some. Sure. And then you, in exchange for that, you can eat, you know, a bunch of it. Yeah. Well, me just eating it, it's not going to put much. But well, that's not exactly. I mean, true. I mean, you know what I'm saying. It is me. I'm just saying, in exchange for sure. that chore, yeah. I would certainly give you some meat. I actually thought about. I really just need to invest in a deep freeze. A deep freeze is very cheap for what you get. Yeah, dude, I got one for a hundred bucks. Yeah, and they're fucking great. Yeah. I mean, you can store so much shit in them. So. Mm-hmm. I, sh- I just need to run down to Lowe's and buy one. I've got, you know, extra $100 laying around. It's not that fucking difficult. And then then we can do business. Yeah. <laughs> what? Then we can do business. It's just a good conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh, um, my favorite thing, uh, Pearl, new Pearl Jam album, I, I quite enjoyed it. Probably the best one since Yield. I would imagine 1998, I think. Yeah. There's only two songs on it that I don't care for. So that's big. That's pretty big. Yeah, it opens up with four great songs. Yeah, four bang. What's your favorite one on there? No. I really like Seven O'Clock. Yeah, Seven O'Clock's good. I really like, uh, I forget the name of it. The one about uh, Long Way or something like that. I like Great Escape. That one's been Quick Escape. Yeah, take the long way. Yeah. I like that one. Comes and goes. I like. Um, I like all of them. I I didn't like all right or buckle up that much. Yeah. Um. That I, I started watching uh, Earth at Night or Night on Earth is that what it's great. called. It's a uh, like a documentary, nature documentary about what happens. When it's dark and they have this new technology that will suck up the moonlight and make it look like daylight through the camera. So crazy. Unless there's no moonlight, then they have this infrared lighting that they, they shine. Or um, 
like uh, heat-seeking cameras that you, you can still see the animals because they're giving off warmth. So it's not like a bullshit shit from a video game or something. You can still see everything that's happening around them. But uh, it's fucking insane. Like, there's this one segment about vampire bats on the beach attacking um, fur seals, furry seals. And vampire bats, they just fly out. Then they get on the ground and crawl around like monkeys. Oh, no yeah, shit. Yeah, it's crazy. I was like, oh, God. <laughs> Jesus they're fucking creepy Christ. Creatures. They're, they're just crawling around like monkeys. And, like, they're, they're testing out, see if they can get, get the... Uh, get latched onto one of these seals to try to get the fin because there's less feelings in their fins and then they just shake them off. And then a fucking, a uh, sea lion comes to the shore and they're like, everybody's freaking out because the sea lion's going to eat these seals because they're like (laughs) 10 times the size. And he's just like flipping around. Like, what the (laughs) fuck is going on? (laughs) And we watched that segment about the uh, polar bears. Yeah, it was cool. Jesus Christ! And after the after they feed, the polar bears just take off running and then slide. Oh, it's awesome! They're laying around. <laughs> we so ate. Happy. We're good now. <laughs> the worst part about it was watching that polar bear, that mother polar bear, kill that seal. Yeah, seal. Some seal was hanging out beside a hole with the in the ice. Its back was to her, so she's like, she's just moving her way up. That pigeon toed walk they have, try not to make any noise. And You're the 2, seal sees her like right before, and then she gets she j- and the seal goes down the water. She grabs it by its feet and drags it up. Out oh the shit! Then ice, holds it down and then just bites its neck. And the seal's making noise. I'm like, man, that makes me feel so <laughs> What's sad. But then it, cu- it then it cuts away. Seals. Then it cuts away, and then there's carnage everywhere. It doesn't show it like ripping right. it apart or anything. There's carnage everywhere. There's a bit of a carcass left, and then they're all covered in blood. They're covered in blood. <laughs> then they just take off running and they slide on the ice. <laughs> this is after they they jump into the fucking bitter. Freezing sea to, to wash to, off to wash off and having fun doing that yeah and I was just like can you imagine being that thoroughly adapted to something that large <laughs> so cool yeah that's it's really Netflix, cool but I was Netflix. sitting there thinking bears are dumb <laughs> they're they're not terrible I mean they're cool because but they're not like a, a lion or a tiger which is a really cool animal that's really graceful and shit they have no grace what is I it think that's why it, I like it's a so lumbering much. fucking tank that. Yeah, but if you get in that tank's way, man, yeah, it's you're faster than machine. me. I, I understand. It's faster tank. than Usain Bolt. Like, yeah. they have he has no chance to get away from a, a rampaging grizzly bear. But that's the thing; they're just all power. There's no grace about them, and it's and it's really the that's what kind of makes them cool, but also kind of makes them dumb. You know, like, have you guys ever seen videos of like the mama polar bears trying to teach the baby like how to how to hunt, how to get the seal off the rock, so off, off of uh, ice, <laughs> iceberg or whatever? Yeah. They're yeah. like tipping it back and forth. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Fucking, uh, God, what else? Monkeys. Like there was uh, bacoque. Macaque. Macaque. Monkeys in Japan. It's freezing cold. And they found this um, warm spring where they all just kind of sit and chill during the day. And at night they have to go up into the trees because the lions or whatever other murderers will come and get them. And this one monkey's over to the side. Because nobody likes him, and he's got, and they're human-like, and you can see, like, <laughs> yeah, you can see, like, the despair on this poor guy's face because they have facial expressions. Yeah, he's just like, fuck. Dude. <laughs> he, he finally jumps into the water and he tries to start grooming one of them because that's how you show how you're cool. Yeah, exactly. Like, Get the fuck away from me. <laughs> That's what happened. And then they go climb up in the trees. Primates are the worst. There's like, there's like eight of them all huddled together to stay warm. And he's over by himself just looking at him like these motherfuckers. They're the worst. Aww. And then like, it gets, it gets like negative 16 degrees Celsius, which I don't know what that is. And um, he finally just kind of makes his way over and gets in the pile. And they're like, fine. 
you're in the pile tonight, but maybe not tomorrow. <laughs> it's like chimps. Steve. Chimps do that too. Like they're fucking. There'll be that one chimp nobody likes, and they'll you know sometimes they'll just kill him. You know that's because they're chimps, and chimps are the assholes of the animal world, and they'll laugh um, about it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, hey, look at his dicks. corpse, motherfucker! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now you're low man on the totem pole, Bob. I wonder how Fuck! much. I wonder how much time it takes though for these camera guys to find the location to get all their oh, shit, shit set up. I have and no for it to idea. And how to not die? Yeah. How to not yeah. be murdered? How to? Because uh, you can't be there. Maybe they have uh, drone cameras that follow things that are happening. Well, I don't uh, know. in the one of the the ocean documentaries on Netflix, they have like animal cameras. Yeah, like one of them looks like so a sea cool. turtle, and it's really cool. Yeah, but you ever see the ones where like they'll put on a seal's head, and the seal like <laughs> doesn't really it knows it's there, but then the other seal is kind of like looking at it, like what the fuck's wrong with you? Man? Yeah, what's, what's wrong with you, Vernon? Guy? What's, what's what up with that, that hat? Did you call him Vernon? Yeah. <laughs> Stop trying to make that work, Vernon. Vernon, see, piece of shit. You look stupid. He's like, I don't know. Somebody grabbed me. <laughs> they gave me a fish. It was awesome. That's, that's one of the funniest far sides ever. Is this? This? It's. I guess I'm it's the. It's the wife bear. And she's looking at the husband like, where the hell have you been? And he's got like the tag on his ear and a fucking collar on it, like a number spray painted on his side. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's one panel. It's the funniest fucking shit. <laughs> Another favorite thing is there's a uh, there's a uh, Sopranos episode that revolves around Columbus Day. Yeah, that's a good one. And all the boys are sitting outside of a cafe in New Jersey, some, wherever they are in New Jersey. Um, and uh, Silvio is reading in the newspaper about an Indian protest about Columbus Day. And it's, These fucking Indians. They want to take the one thing away from the... From the Italians. <laughs> These fucking Indians. They sit around on their fucking reservations getting up all the free government money, do nothing. They sit around, they get drunk, and they get fat. And they're, and then it cuts away to a wide shot of all these fat fucking Italians <laughs> sitting in the middle of a day on a Tuesday doing, doing nothing. absolutely nothing. <laughs> that, that is why this is the funniest show in the world. They should have done it when they're all sitting at their do nothing jobs with their. Yeah. With their <laughs> yeah. They do. They there's no show jobs and there's do, do nothing, nothing jobs. jobs. No show jobs. You get paid not to go. Do nothing jobs. You have to show up, but you sit around in a circle smoking and drinking coffee. Well, Sometimes getting drunk. construction, yeah, <laughs> construction workers are fucking having to work around you, <laughs> getting literally getting sun. Like they're they've got this the the foil thing. Like what it is is they've got it figured out. We, <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know. We were talking about that, and like by the end, and, and I'm sure this is by design, pretty much. You don't like any of them. Like none of them are likable. You know, it, you think Tony is Tony's a piece of shit. Tony is a massive piece of shit. Um, but the and the the only one that has any honor is uh, like you said is a uh, is a uh, Johnny Sack Johnny Sack Johnny Sack loved Sil- Jenny and what did he he wanted to whack Paul he wanted to, no he wanted to whack um, Ralphie because Ralphie made a joke about his fat wife yeah and he asked and he asked Johnny asked all the guys doesn't everybody does everybody make cracks about my wife everybody's like no, no but indeed they do <laughs> then it shows <laughs> <him doing> it. <laughs> and it's bigger than, it's bigger than a mole on Jenny Sack's ass well that, that's the, that's the one that <laughs> yeah. Ralphie said like like so you're implying that she's so fat that she could get a 90 pound mole removed and nobody would even notice 
<laughs> he wanted to have him whacked for that. Yeah, he, and should have because Paulie. I mean, uh, Ralphie is a massive piece of garbage. He's the worst. That's that's Joey uh, Pants. That's Joey Pants. Oh God, he's so terrible. Yeah. He killed that poor stripper girl. Like he's that. this great actor, but he really him. is. You hate him in that fucking show. God, he's the worst. Have you watched any of the new Ozark? Not yet. Oh, that that's a future favorite thing there. I'm excited to get into that. <laughs> so stressful. I don't see. I don't. Mm. You didn't like I it? Don't I, don't want, like I don't it. want stress. What's it? Ozark? What is it? Ozark. Um, it, it is about a he's uh, Jason Bateman. Yes. Jason Bateman is uh, a is national Jason? treasure. Yep. He's great. It is about he's a accountant. He's an accountant, and he gets compromised somehow, and he has to help like one of the uh, Mexican cartels or some cartel uh, launder money. Yeah. Oh, God. In order to do that, he needs to move to the Ozark Mountains in Arkansas or some shit. Missouri. Missouri. Yeah. Okay, and. Uh, Open businesses, like no-show jobs, bullshit businesses. On the surface of it, that's making me fucking tense. Yeah. It's great. He, he's that's from true. Chicago, and he has to move all the way down here. He has to explain that to people. Deal with a bunch of hillbillies. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Don't the hillbillies have, do they have like their own mob presence in the mm-hmm. movie? And they're like yeah. not afraid of them, yeah. cartels at all. Yeah, they don't give a shit. That, yeah. I, I like that. I kind of like that. But then, yeah, it so much shit happens. Yeah, it's and it's stressful. But then there's some funny... There's some funny stuff, but it's... Well, it's funny if you think of it as him as Michael Bluth having to do with this. <laughs> it is basically Michael Bluth. It is the same thing. It's, and they have two kids. <laughs> yeah. And it's so cool. they're they're trying to deal with that. And this is a, a series? Yeah, yeah it's, it's Netflix, Netflix series. How many seasons? This is Three the now. third. How, how come it is a definite good binger, too. I loved it. How come there's no yeah, TV shows we, in West Virginia, it. other than like old ones? I'm glad that this one isn't based in West Virginia. Um, it wouldn't pay. The closest like we it. got is Justified. Yeah, well, it actually, no. Really, um, yeah, there's Wild. Um, what was it called? Um, oh, that piece of shit that was a reality show. The fake reality show that we had a few years back. God, it was garbage. Yeah, what was it called? It was such I never fucking saw garbage. It. Wild, I want to say Wild and Out. But no, it was uh, Buck Wild. Buck, Buck Wild, yeah. yeah. It was so fucking terrible. I don't remember it. I liked it. I never watched it, I so I can't it. really pass I thought it was... Sissonville was a giant place, apparently. Alloy Plant was apparently in Sissonville. <laughs> <laughs> Every time they would do it in Sissonville, West Virginia, it's like, that's fucking Alloy! <laughs> <laughs> Sissonville's 40 minutes away. Exactly. 45. Well, no, an hour. It's an hour. A hey, the Capitol Dome's in Sissonville. Didn't you know that? Yeah. Sissonville. And they were all, I mean, it was garbage, dude. It was terrible. And I'm going to watch it. Well, I mean, it's, it's worth, it was entertaining I, garbage. I like it. Let's put it that way. It's entertaining garbage. But I'm, but I'm saying, how come there hasn't been some drama show or something like that? Just about the sheer fucking poverty and all the... No, they just do documentaries. That's what here. I'm saying. Why <laughs> they yeah. do documentaries? They need to do. Look a show. at these poor hillbillies. Sally Strudgers comes walking out. Yeah, that's they don't need to it. add any like pizzazz to it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's just it's record their lives. <laughs> yeah, they really could. They... No, it was our. I, great. Saw, I, I think saw, you should watch it. Yeah, I'll check it out. Um, like in the first episode, shit just goes crazy in the first episode. Yeah, you're, you're hooked on the first hooked. episode. It's. Hooked. I'm trying to think of a show that they could do here. That hasn't already been done somewhere else. They just need to find a good, a, uh, just one of the characters that needs to be well, documented I mean, and documented. They could do a series of the whites. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I've I, always been the sexiest one in the family. <laughs> I was in the middle of. Uh, That's free on Prime right now in case anybody wants to rewatch Wild Wild for Whites. I was, I I was in the middle of an exchange that could have been on a movie. There was a guy who we were all kind of friends, hung out with each other at Hooters. He's a, he's a dude from LA. And there was a 
mix up about some money or something or some pills. And he looked at this guy and said, if you don't get, you know, this is secondhand, of course, but I would trust the source. He looked at him and said, if you don't get my money or the pills by this time, I'm going to send out to L.A. to bring some guys in here to kill somebody. He said, you send them in here and you'll never fucking see them again. They'll be in only send the ones you don't want back. They'll be they'll be in a fucking mine shaft. And he believed it like they called his bluff and he backed the fuck down. I would have loved to see that because he, he I liked him, but he was such an arrogant prick. That to see get him see see him get put in his place would have been awesome. Oh yeah, I, I was told it was awesome because the guy, <laughs> because the guy the guy that saw it said that this the the gaze he got made him shit his pants. He's just like you're not fucking threatening us in our own fucking place. Is basically what he told him. He's just like they don't know their way around here. They don't know how things are done around here. We'll fucking kill you. And you'll never see, you know, I mean, and nobody will care. Exactly. Either. Exactly. Nobody will care. It was, it was exchanged between two scumbag people witnessed by somebody else. That's why I know? wonder like all these, the, the Detroit drugs coming in here. We hear about all that all the mm-hmm. time. How many of those dudes are thrown down a mine shaft somewhere? Absolutely. I mean, that's the thing is that you, you, you can't, you can't, when you're dealing with the people that have nothing else, you don't think they're so desperate that they won't kill you. I mean, what, what fear do you have? You're living in, and, and we live in the fucking penthouse in West Virginia, basically. I mean, we live in a place now, some places down the road aren't so good, but you know, you get up towards Fanville, it's awesome. You know, down I, here's, you know, I used to see some, when, when my last job where I was just going all over the place, I used to see some absolute third world yeah. shit. Going we drove, on. we drove through one coming back not long ago from, from the nursing home, to see my dad. And it was the third world. I mean, it was, Dec- and people were actually living there. These were these were crumbling places where people were still living. You know, we're at uh, shit. I can't. It's a. It was a, a cutover road from. It was Nero Kill. I can't remember. I don't want to say it's Minden. Mo- mm. Yeah, Minden's pretty rough, dude. It might have been. Have you Minden. read the story? Um, or what's the other one? Um, Mossy, maybe Mossy. Yeah, it was the one. It was Mossy. It was bad. It's pronounced like, Mousy. Mousy. M A W S S I E. And I imagine some kind of fucking scumbag cartel guy come and say, I'll kill you. And they'll be like, Motherfucker, do you think we're afraid you of you? Look favor. where the fuck we live. <laughs> we'll kill you and feed you to our fucking animals. We, have to fight we don't have a food bill day. that week. <laughs> so like, I, I don't know. There, there is a certain savage dignity to true poverty. You know what I mean? It's like. We don't give a fuck about you. You can't intimidate us. You know, that's kind of an awesome thing, I think. Yeah. It gets rough around here. Yeah. We ain't playing games around here. That's why the they said that, really They said that justified. They said, we, we can take them over to West Virginia. They don't play over there. I mean, that was a direct quote from the show. So. Yeah. Uh, that justified. It might as well have been here. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's in Harlan, Kentucky. Yeah. That shows one of my favorite shows ever. Um, it could have easily have been set. In West Virginia, well, we did have like a little mini series a little while back about the Hatfields and McCoys. Yeah, Kevin Costner was in that. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it was good too. What I saw, Dark Waters. Good. That was a recent movie with the old Ruffalo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I forgot about did that, that come out? That was in Parkersburg. Yeah. We're in one of those that, games. That's, that's Ohio. We're in like several games right now. Yeah, We're yeah. In, uh, Fallout seventy six. That's in uh, West Virginia. And then there was another one, I think. A Silent Hill. We were Silent, Silent Hill, Hill was in West Virginia. Um, there's been a few things, but I'm not. I'm talking about something that actually deals with actual people in dire circumstances. Well, they can't make it. It's just like the Joe Exotic thing. You can't make it more 
dramatic than it already is. It should just be more documentary. There should just be more documentary. Well, and the thing about it is, is that, you know, we saw, again, uh, the thing with Stephen Colbert, as much as I like him, when, you know, there was that poisoning with all the chemical in the water and they made light of it. I'm like, you wouldn't do that. You didn't do that in Detroit. But because we're dumb hillbillies and we don't count, you can do it to us. Yeah. You know, it's just, we're seeing, we are subhuman to them. There's uh, Because we're white, we're poor white people and we get what we, we, get what we deserve because we're ignorant. And we're scummy. The word I use is unpeople. Yeah, exactly. We've been been unpersoned. Exactly. Uh, Well, it's because we're not a state. We're an extraction colony. Yeah. Exactly. We're not even real citizens. We're not even real citizens. There's a documentary called Oxiana about the... uh, I I remember that one. I haven't watched it yet because I haven't found it anywhere free um, about the oxy problem in Oceana. uh, Speaking of, I watched the uh, documentary series. Netflix is... They are murdering it with these documentaries. They are. I I know which one you're going to talk about. Yeah. That dude yeah. is a fucking hero. He's and brave. Oh, I saw that dude has balls the size of fucking cantaloupes. <laughs> I don't know how this motherfucker walks. I know exactly. <laughs> Your brass balls chafe when you're walking with her like, fucking. <laughs> he went to the lower ninth ward. He's from the lower ninth ward, and yeah, uh, something happened, and all the whites were forced to move out or some shit back in the fifties or sixties when he was a kid. And they moved to, um, I forget the name of the little spot right across from the Lower Ninth Ward, and uh, St. Bernard Parish. Um, and his son, at the time, would have been 20, mm-hmm. I believe, was over in the Lower Ninth Ward making a drug deal, and he gets murdered. And he wants to figure out what the fuck's going on. Nobody's, nobody's doing anything. This is 2001, I believe. And he just packs up his ass. Goes over to Lower Ninth Ward, only white person within miles, unarmed, and, unarmed, and starts fucking investigating, and figures it out. And then he uncovers a whole, he uncovers a pill mill in um, in the Lower Ninth Ward. There's this doctor who who uh, who has prescriptions written out already, just needs to put the person's name on the top and sign them on the bottom for the uh, the Devil's trying Triad is what they call it. I think uh, oxy hydros, um, oxy. Um, Laura Tab? No, it's uh, Vicodin. Vicodin, yeah. And Somos. She she would write out prescriptions for all those and give them to everybody that fucking walked in. Mil- made millions and millions of dollars. Cash on hand. Yep. Pharmacy on is on the property. I've taken those. Where's the problem? <laughs> it's only a problem if it becomes your life. Exactly. <laughs> if it's a weekend, hey. <laughs> if you're having a good time. I thought about, my mom has some uh, Vicodin or oh Zannies. I've thought about. I don't like Xanax. Every now and then just like taking Xanax. one. Mm-mm. I've but, never had a Xanax. I remember the I first time I took one, it was great. And then I'd gotten better things. Like I'd taken an Ativan. First time we take an Ativan. It's tremendous. Laying there like. I think I'm just going to go to sleep now. Yeah. <laughs> I, well, oh, the first, I like coding. Well, well, the first time they, uh, I had a kidney stone, they gave me uh, Oxy. And they were like, and I always tell this story because it's always funny and it's always true. I mean, it, it is true. They said, what's your pain level now? I said, man, I'm a solid eight. This fucking hurts. And then they gave it to me. They shot me with it. And then 20 minutes later, what's your what's your pay level now? I said, negative two. <laughs> and I went home and went to sleep. <laughs> This guy recorded every phone conversation he had. He would constantly yes. hound the police. Mm-hmm. He would hound journalists. He would fuck. He would fucking hound the. The cops DA. basically yeah. said his son got what he deserved. Essentially, yeah. They essentially yeah. told him to get fucked. Yeah. A white boy shouldn't be going over there trying to get drugs anyway. That's essentially what they were told. Where? And he where would. Is this, this was in New Orleans. Oh, okay. 
and he would not let it stand. I didn't watch all of it. Like I, I, I just finished it last it. night. This motherfucker deserves whatever medal you can give him. Didn't he go like head head up against the pill companies? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he tried to. He's, he he did everything he could to get Purdue Pharma put out of business. It didn't work. But now in uh, there's no pill mills in in New Orleans anymore. Well, here's you the thing that, that kills me though is the fact that you know. When Trump was talking to that fucking idiot from the Philippines, and he was talking about, well, they? they, yeah, they, he kills drug dealers. He's like, oh, maybe we should do that here. I was like, yeah, why don't we talk about the pharma people, pharmacy people that are in your fucking pocket right now and start with them? You know, and then we'll take you to places in West Virginia and you can see the effects, but you're not going to come here no. because you're a garbage piece of shit. They started, you know, so. Purdue started putting out advertisements to uh, like straight, like, Presentations straight to pharmacists and doctors yeah. talking about people don't treat pain anymore. Uh, nobody talks about pain, and these are very effective pain medications. Like you're not supposed to treat pain; you're supposed to treat the thing causing the pain. You know what I mean? Right. Only in extreme cases that you're supposed to like. Some of those make drugs were developed for people who were dying. Yeah, to, that's to what, ease that's, your way into death. Uh, before like 1998, you you rarely would get prescribed an opiate. Yeah, and now. I'm, I, I stubbed my toe. It's m I got a hangnail. Yeah. They're like, here you go, motherfuckers. Making it rain all these. <laughs> 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 go to sleep. One of the funniest things, Patton Oswalt was talking about that, though, saying, you know, they're, they're trying to curtail it. So he was having a problem sleeping. So Ambien's one of the ones they're trying to curtail. So he said, they gave me three Ambien. And, you know, because I was having trouble sleeping. He said, reset your clock, whatever. He said, I went to sell my, sell my mom. He said, when you're old, they, they, he said, they just give you enough pills for the rest of your fucking life, you know, right then. He's like, oh, you're, let's just run out the clock. So she pulled out, he's like, you want an ambient? He's like, yeah, I'll take an ambient. He said, my mother pulled out a fucking, basically like a giant flashlight pill bottle with like a pharmacopoeia of, of <laughs> cornucopia fucking pills. Like, yeah, I think that's an ambient. He's like, I saw fucking Xanax. It's like, <laughs> Patton's wife died from it yeah. From something like that I don't yeah. know what she overdosed on She probably combined two two different opiates That slowed her heart too much Yeah So But yeah that dude is a uh, Yeah he's, he's a fucking dude. hero Yeah he's tough man and, and to tell you the truth I can see Some people were saying it got on their nerves I could see even I hate to say it I could see how it get on their nerves after a while I could see Because it. he was so persistent about it you know Well what the, I mean? but the DEA lady the little, There's a little black DEA lady like, She's really She's frail-ish now She's yeah. like And we were We were invest, investigating these people We just weren't allowed to talk about it And he kept giving us more information More information Some of it we already knew Some of it we didn't already know So he was actually helping us But we couldn't tell him <laughs> right Yeah exactly coming, Until a certain time mm-hmm. Until it, they became, it came time to do indictments and shit And then they're like hey Let's uh, let's fucking people talk about uh, all the other people in these uh, Netflix documentaries, like the the cat one. Don't fuck with cats. All those mm-hmm. people doing investigations, they ain't shit on him. No, definitely not, dude. This he, dude he was oh, fuck. That dude's a fucking gangster. Yeah, it was. I really see. I admired gangster. him. Be- I admired him because he didn't become violent. If that had happened to my kid, mm-hmm. it's. Dad with a shotgun. I'm going up. Don't know you. Bang. Don't know you. Bang. I mean, that's that's what I would probably do. I'm sorry, but that's just the truth. Wait, so. You remember the story of the dad that that uh, killed the? the Let's talk about that, your dad that uh, <laughs> yeah. raped his son. Yeah, 
He just the karate showed. guy, and then he shot him when he came in the fucking airport. Yeah, yeah, that was awesome. There's video of that. Good for him. Yeah, he it shows him standing at the uh, the payphone. Yeah, and then when the cops are bringing the guy through, he just turns around and they put him on trial. And then he puts his gun down. And yep, I did what I was going to do. Yeah, I would have done that too. Aaron, do you have a subreddit of the week? Shit, I found some. Should have made him a battlefield fucking medal. Hey, here's a bullet. We're going to put a little fucking thing on it. There you go. Go home. You know. Is that Pearl Jam? Yes. R slash size unzips. Ooh, this it's, sounds interesting. It's just the subreddit of things that you would sigh and then jerk off to. <laughs> like, uh, like for some reason, Bart Simpson looking at this dog <laughs> with tits. Uh, this woman on a bike with uh, no seat. <laughs> Cream filling. <laughs> filling the donut. <laughs> What is this? <laughs> this this thick bonnet. <laughs> I don't know. I know that there's some type of robot toy, but it looks like it's got boobs and a butt. <laughs> Sexy frog. <laughs> yeah, these are pretty great. The, a Peppa puppet. <laughs> Ew. Just like you can slide right in there. It's disgusting. I love the fact you guys have the best marriage ever because he shows us shit every week and you guys are still married. <laughs> I think Google studies his Google searches. He's well, this is an Reddit. I, 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 uh, I go deep in Reddit sometimes. Yeah. I just prefer not to know. <laughs> it's fine. Pork rub. <laughs> 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 With the Pornhub logo, I like that. <sighs> Another sexy frog, <laughs> sexy Luigi. It's <laughs> Kim Kardashian's ass. That's hilarious. <laughs> uh, okay. Size unzips. Size unzips. Like you're not proud of this, but it does something. <laughs> I get for you. It. I, I didn't get that. Until. Funny. Uh, yeah, I'll jerk off. All right. <laughs> I mean, I was going to jerk off anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Throw it in the fucking blender. Um, the people at Pornhub are heroes. Have you guys read up on everything that they've been doing? Not everything. They like donated a bunch of masks, right? Hold on. I pulled the article. And then they did some more stuff post that article. Everybody gets free Pornhub premium right now. Yeah. Yes. Um, where'd it go? This just proves they could have been giving us free Pornhub premium the entire time. <laughs> I know, right? They donated uh, 50,000 masks in New York. I um, if they were leather masks. I hope they were. Yeah. <laughs> they have a ball gag in them? Yeah. <laughs> like, we got to stay on brand. It's sexy. And- <laughs> what if they're safer, though? Wouldn't that be hilarious? Yeah. <laughs> um, I like this. The doctor comes out. I'm Dr. James. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now, this is what's going okay, on. Okay, babe. You've been tested negative for COVID. They've donated about $55,000 to help organizations in Germany, Italy, and Spain, in addition to masks and medical equipment. 
Um, the Pornhub models are keeping all of the proceeds from the videos they sell in April. And like, cause there's usually fees deducted from their pay. So they get to keep that. Um, and then they're also donating 25,000 to the sex workers outreach project. Um, it's a group that supports really funds for sex work, sex, sex workers during the virus. It's gotta so. be rough right now if you're, Streetwalker, sure, like a, like a real old school whore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like, like she's so out there pounding the OG. pavement. You're like, where's everybody? I mean, like, I don't somebody, know. somebody's do, bottom bitch. Do, do you really think that her clients are being that cautious though? <laughs> you never know. You never know. I think they are. <laughs> I've seen. Yeah, the, that, that's just, what makes it hilarious. <laughs> AIDS and coronavirus. No <laughs> way. I, I've literally seen a strict decline on vagrants walking around this, where we work. This is a good. Yeah. A good segue into um, so I did that jujitsu seminar um, a few months ago, and the guy that taught it, I'm Facebook friends with him now, and he he was telling this story about how he was in some city, I forget where he was, just recently, and he was like, um, these guys, you know, these like uh, you know suspicious looking people like kind of cornered him and you know or, or or begging, asking for some money or something like, hey, can you give me ten bucks? And he said, no, I don't carry any cash. And they said, I don't believe you. And like, sort of, sort of, like, and he, he, like, wrong dude. He was like, yeah, he was like, this guy's a fucking, like, you know, a vet and a Brazilian jiu jitsu black belt. He's like, okay. So I started putting my back to the wall so they wouldn't be able to get behind me. And I'm like, oh, yeah, 15 years of training jiu jitsu. I'm finally going to get to use this shit. Yeah. And as he started backing up, he sneezed and they ran away. <laughs> He was Man. he was disappointed because he didn't get to fuck him up. Man, Man. it's kind of funny though. There's a, a few years ago, uh, Henzo Gracie was just walking around downtown New York City, and he uh, noticed some people following him. So he took a picture over his shoulder, then posted on Twitter. Looks like I might have some action here tonight. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, I remember this. And he uh, he he couldn't like live stream himself beating the shit out of these dudes, but he did take pictures afterwards. He uh, he raccooned them. He gave them both immediate black eyes. Awesome on both eyes, and he took pictures of them. It's like, you know, if you're going to go robbing people, carry a weapon because you don't know who you're going to run into. Exactly. So (laughs) you ran into the wrong motherfucker that night. Henzo Gracie ain't no bullshit. Yeah. Fuck, dude. I love uh, I love stories like that where vagrants are. Well, I mean, I like taught a lesson. Well, yeah, where people get what's coming to them. That's right, folks. Everybody's favorite segment. It's time for the period report with Elena. Not on my period. Whoa! <laughs> Whoa! Can you believe it? Okay. Well, I think that's it 
for the day. Yeah, I got a song to go out on. You got a song to go out on? Yeah. Well, fucking go out on the song then, you fucking queef. Thanks. Comedy. Comedy. <laughs> Did you listen to fucking Mark Norman's uh, Honeydew? Yes. There's a movie in that. Oh, in his life? Yeah. In his, yeah. I can't believe nobody. <laughs> He's trying to sell it as, as a show, I believe, as like a sitcom. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Anyway, what song are you going to go out on there, Queef? Got it. All right. Thanks for listening. Hey, wrong one. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Episode 258, over and out. Try not to get the sieve. A bunch of queefs. Oh, yeah.